No, no. It, Marvel officially said it is the last movie of this of, of this phase. Yeah, in, and in many ways, it felt like the crossover too. So just so you know, we're we're talking uh, we're talking Spider-Man: Far From Home here. Uh, don't want to. I guess we won't shout out any spoilers right now, or we will. We should probably just say there's going to be spoilers and just move on. This whole episode is spoilers. Yeah, yeah, this whole episode. Screw it. Did you see Spider-Man then? No, but I know everything that happened. Oh, okay, okay. So and then uh, you've been warned. (laughs) Yeah, this is it. This is all you get. Um, Yeah, this episode's going to be hot and heavy on Spider-Man and Stranger Things. I'm guessing is pretty much where we're going. I don't have a whole lot prepared, so it's got to be that. Uh, So yeah, major spoiler warning here. Woo, woo, woo! Official Rona Geek siren sound. I just edited that in there, so <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good. You know, I got a fire. I got a fire uh, place near my house. I could probably just go there when, like, just wait for a fire yeah. and just sit there and record the alarm. Get the real deal. No, it won't sound no, as good. It won't no. sound as authentic. <laughs> we go for authenticity on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we dig into it, then, because that's a really good topic to bring up. This is Alex Austin. It's and Adam. That- Rob. So how we're kicking this one off, we're already talking about a little bit. We're talking about box office of Marvel films uh, and what's going to happen in the post. I guess. Spider-Man Far From Home is the crossover in from Phase 3 to Phase 4, potentially, and they're saying it's the last film. You're saying you heard it's the last film of it what was considered. It is classified as the last film. I don't know what they're calling I don't know yeah. what they're calling it, but the I call it the Infinity War. Sure, yeah, the Infinity War saga. Okay. Saga. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. Um, it, to my understanding, it is the last movie of that saga. Okay. Yes, it is meant to bridge the gap to the next saga. Right. But it is classified as the Infinity War saga. See, I think that... The last Avengers movie was the close of the Infinity Not War. According saga. to Feige, fuck him. So, <laughs> and it really—I mean, I think you're right in so much as for Spider-Man. We'll we'll dig more into it here in a little bit, but they really didn't get in into anything that was like genuinely Phase Four until like after the movie was over. Yeah, <laughs> so scene. yeah, yeah, the post, I mean, the two post-credit scenes. That's were. kind of like indicative of the early Marvel movies. Yeah, though. totally. Like the way, there, there was no indication that there was going to be any collaboration. The way I that. treat that though. Yeah. It was is a little bit different because in the early Marvel movies, they didn't even know if they'd get past the first Iron Man movie. So they weren't planning a big deal. Yeah. And I think what happened was once they realized that it was going to be... Because they usually figure it out before it's released. You can usually tell. And I figured quickly they added the last scene with uh, Nick Fury just to get everyone hyped. I think they didn't realize it was going to be such a big deal until they, they did it. And they went, shit, we need to throw in a scene with Nick Fury to show that this is going to continue. Yeah, it could that have point. even been... Or it, it could have just been something that they recorded and said, well, let's just see what happens. True. Like, we don't know if we'll really use it or not kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like couldn't a, imagine like a, te- them, a teaser thread. I couldn't imagine them contracting Samuel Jackson no. with no intention see, of using him. The, <laughs> the thing is, though, that I think that what happened was is that they were planning on doing the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. but they weren't necessarily planning on doing all the origin and string-along movies I see leading up to it. I think that it wasn't going to be a ma- as massive as it ended up being until a little bit after... Got it. Um, when Disney essentially picked it up and they were like, okay, we're going full bore on this now because uh, they kind of saw the money. But I think that leading up to it, it was going to be like, oh, hey, Avengers Initiative. And we were going to get an Avengers movie with like no backstory to a lot of these characters because they just assumed that people oh, know them. Oh, they were going to do a DC thing. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> effectively, Good thing they that, didn't do that. Right, exactly, because we've seen how bad that, that went. Didn't go great. <laughs> you, you need to put in the hours. You yeah. need to put in the hours. Absolutely. I think I think that is very well... And honestly, we have discovered that. The answer, if you're going to make an ensemble movie, you don't get to just make an ensemble yeah. movie. You have to earn the ensemble. There's actually almost a number they can kind of put behind it now because I think it's costing them about an average of $100 million 
or $90 million per hour of film. You know what I mean? So I think they can see that, like, okay, to get an ensemble film like that, you need to have one origin film for each one of these characters, and it's going to cost X amount of money per film if you want a two-hour film, right? Yeah. So I think they kind of have that number now, so realistically DC could go back to the drawing board it's at this point. It's not such a big figure issue. Figure it out. I don't know what people are thinking. I don't know whether it's just – I don't know what's going on, but you have to think about this way. Everyone goes, oh, it's all about the ensemble movie. Yes, the ensemble movie makes you a lot of money, uh, but – you also have to take into account that it's not like the other movies don't make you money. No, no. You're still making money. You're just not making as I don't, much. I don't think that that's how they look at it, actually. I think the ensemble movies, like, when they're fully together, I don't think that that's even, like, they're looking at getting a lot of money. Like, they obviously know that they're going to be. Yeah. But I think it's more of a, okay, this is, like, the PR piece that we have to do now because they've committed to it. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they, they know that they're going to make their if money back don't at the get, very if least. If the vans don't get this, we're done. Yeah. They'll lose interest and we'll be done. They can also right. pilot fresh ideas in uh, one-off films, too. Like the first Guardians of the Galaxy, at yep. that point, was the funniest one out of the whole bunch that had come out yep. up to that point, True. right? By a long shot. So I think they do tend to experiment a little bit with and, the uh, individual films, too. And you'll notice that there's been a lot of bleed-through from Guardians down, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thor time. Ragnarok, uh, far, far From Home, definitely had a lot of mm-hmm. like the Guardians-esque vibe to it. Oh, definitely. Oh, I don't so, know. Well, well, yeah, home, you haven't watched even, yeah. even Homecoming had a lot more comedy. Like, they they really ramped up their comedy. Yeah. Their physical and comedy. So too. really, I think like for a Dude, lot there, of there's like, a straight up ball tap in Far From Home. <laughs> like it was so funny yes. too. Yeah, I was dying. I was the one person in the theater just dying laughing when I saw that. I wouldn't stop. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of the film. That's I'm just funny. gonna throw that out there now. Is the ball but tap? I truly oh, think man. that yes, Marvel would love to keep up their steam. I think they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna lose the people that were coming in during the Infinity Gauntlet. I think it's gonna. Ultimately, if you, if you look at the overall trend, I think you will see a decline in views. And I think over the course of the event, it'll go down and then maybe back up right at the end. Because, you know, people yeah. tend to like to watch the end stuff. But I think just around the middle will be at, at its lowest point. And I think this whole phase to the what we, are, what we think of the Secret Wars mm-hmm. will be a shorter... Um, saga. I think it'll be a shorter saga. I can almost I can almost guarantee that it's gonna be a shorter saga. But I think th- earlier to the kind of like what you said, the movies in between still make money. Yeah. So they like do. so I don't think that there's gonna be any concern. Like these things may not make as much money, but I think they're all gonna still make money. Almost oh, certainly. I don't I don't see this There's just not gonna be the cultural phenomenon that we've it, seen well, going forward. Um okay, so this is like or that we've uh, seen in the past. Um, think of it like how you see any other kind of cultural blowout. The first time it's huge. And then everyone's like, yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to get mm-hmm. probably with phase two. Or, well, I'm calling it phase two, like grand phase two. Yeah. Um, it We're going to see, yeah, sure. There's going to be a dip potentially. Uh, I don't know if it's guaranteed that there's going to be a dip. Uh, because the numbers are huge still for this spider-man but i mean we'll see in the next two movies we'll know we'll know in the next two movies that, that is absolutely down. true the, ne- the first one I, a lot of people i know aren't uh, really didn't think about the new spider-man um i did obviously because i'm here i'm kind of d- balls deep in the nerd culture yeah but a lot of mm. people that i know that while nerdy uh, gave very few shits my brother is an example yeah um, my my wife is an example, although she hasn't really been into the Marvel movies in a while. She kind of got yeah. marveled out uh, around the Doctor Strange yeah. time, 
and <laughs> well, I still gotta say Doctor Strange is one of the best visual movies. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. Um, <laughs> and then even one of my cousins, who's you know super nerd with me as well, he, he kind of went, uh, okay, sure. Which is sad because the last three Spider-Man films are the best three Spider-Man films in my opinion. Last three. So Homecoming. Are you including Civil War? No, 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 no. But that actually last four. Then what's the third? uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's not really. um, That's not. It's not extremely relevant. But yeah. Okay, you really just threw me. No, we watched uh, Spider Verse together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. crazy good. Yeah, they're. That sits in it. It's almost in its own pedestal, separate of everyone else. Well, it, yeah, it, it, it is. It is separate. Yeah, yeah. Both, both mentally, but it's, it's Sony Pictures, right? Am I? Am yep. I yeah, wrong? Sony. Yeah. yeah, it's Sony. Um, so, yeah, I, I, just, I, I'm just giving out my predictions that I will. Obviously, it's very obvious there will be a dip, and I, I think that this is the last saga. I, th- I think the dip is going to happen though once the uh, Black Widow prequel drops i think that one's gonna see a bit of a dip that's probably Ooh, gonna be the yeah. one that we get for the first Cora- half courageous courageous call out there yeah uh, yeah well I, I think I'm, right. I'm also not really looking forward to it but i think it's gonna be uh that's what we're getting in the first half of 2020 mm-hmm. i have no idea what we're getting in the and second i think that's half upsetting because i really think she should have had one in the first first saga you know what i want to see i want to see an origin movies centered around the villains for this phase that would That'd be, be really cool. nice because then I mean, we're getting then a TV like, show for Loki. I mean, that was basically yeah. Infinity War. I mean, but but I'm saying extent. like, what if we had like the origin and we followed for a movie or two Doctor Doom, and then leading up to the actual like Avengers fighting like him and yeah. whoever else, you're gonna have so much more invested in the villains at that point. It's like, holy shit, who do I really cheer for? You here? have to have. I mean, they. There's two coins. There's two sides to this coin. Yeah. Um, One yeah. side of it is you have to be. Those movies I think would be very difficult to pull off. But if they could, they'd be really rewarding. Because on one hand, you have you have to create a because if you if you create a true villain that's just no remorse, right? You're never gonna buy into that character. But like Thanos had a side to him that people like. Yes. That yeah. empathize that identified. with. Yeah. Like exactly, and I think that works out. But you have to be able to do that. Make them make you under. They have to almost make you understand why they're being the villain. The villain. You you almost have to like slowly build into the villain, yeah. and then at the end have them lose. And almost that's like it's an interesting yeah, like the twist. Yeah, yeah. You you're the character you've been following is the loser. You have to understand that. Yeah, Thanos is an interesting case study because you're right. A lot of people identified with some of his qualities, yeah. right? Some of his mm-hmm. more logical qualities, I would say. And then, um, obviously, Loki is just a yeah kind of a, a fan a But I'm just thinking on the flip side, like other movies that have tried a villain and failed. I would think like Doctor uh, Doom would be a great. Rob's got a good. Oh, point. he'd be amazing. Doctor but I'm thinking of like Venom, like so- Sony's Venom. That's pretty about, rough. No. Yeah. Doctor Doom would be great because he he takes care of and protects. Um, what's the name of his his country? No, I don't it's remember. It's very that. like German or something. Yeah. Lat- Latvia or something. I don't, I, I don't remember. I but should. But he, you can t- easily see a movie where he grows to be Doctor Doom to protect his people. And he and by the end of it, he has to do a horrible thing that is what turns him to oh, villain. villain. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. could totally see that movie. He yeah. could be, yeah, he could and be you benevolent. Could for that character. Yeah, benevolent, movie, malevolent. That'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Rob's got a great point. That would be a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I like that. God, man, you got some pretty good at movie ideas. I'm not gonna uh, lie, shrug. You know, you know, he, but he's also like accurately predicted the future on multiple occasions for gaming and stuff too. Has he? Yeah. I don't so know. I don't really listen to him. We could go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I guess I'm just so deep in the culture. I mean, like, uh, the, and I'm definitely not the only person. A lot of people have better theories than oh, me. Sure. But I mean, I don't know. It's just I think that when you're really immersed in it, you can kind of see the ebb and flow of things and kind of know where things should go or where they could go. 
and then you definitely know where they shouldn't go. And sometimes when you see that happen, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> My problem is, is I know where I would want it to go, but it's not necessarily where it goes. Right. I, that doesn't to say that where it goes is a bad thing. It's just I look at it and go, I would really like to see this. Yeah. It never happens. Right. And I kind of go, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's kind of the that's the problem with a lot of the movies, too, is that uh, when somebody gets behind the wheel that doesn't truly grasp the material or grasp what the material could potentially be i think that's where you end up with issues right oh definitely um but i I fucking hate it when they have a director come in like yeah yeah no i'm a huge fan of fantastic four uh i remember reading their comics when i was a kid and i think the hulk uh inside the team of the fan hulk was never yeah it's never part of the fantastic Four. yeah yeah no the hulk the, the 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 orange hulk you mean the thing? thing. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I'm a huge fan. Loved it ever since I was a kid. Oh, okay, horse shit. You've been paid to say this, you son yeah. of a bitch. And you, ident- you see those ones. Yeah. Or there's, there's the other line of, I just didn't want, I didn't want to be bogged down by the source material. I wanted to go in a different yeah. direction for these heroes, for these characters. I, I, I always found that one to be boggling because it's like, um, okay, so the source material that you've come to really enjoy and that you really want me to use, yeah, fuck it. Um, we're not going to do that. We're <laughs> going to do something that's been untrialed and completely never sold anything, and we're going to see how that sells. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know the reason why this movie's being made? Because everyone likes the source material? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. You're like, what the, what, what are you, you're, wait, why, why are the turtles from space? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was I a little too specific on that it one? It was very specific, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty specific. <laughs> but we all felt it. We all felt it. Oh, so no. digging in a little bit into Spider-Man Far From Home then, this is the spoiler cast part of this thing, so we'll spoil the shit out of it. So uh, I would say at the very top, I'd like to say I thoroughly enjoyed the film. Very funny Marvel film as well. I, I think but the first thought that popped in my head during the credit roll was, what a great palate cleanser. <laughs> so right. after after Endgame, you know what I yeah. mean? So you have an Endgame where the stakes are absurdly high. You know characters are going to die the whole time. Yeah. Like it's 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 intense, right? And then and then we finally had this and it was just a nice little palate cleanser. <sighs> never gets never gets too much. I was no. never too worried yeah. for anybody on screen or anything <laughs> like that. And uh there was a lot of uh there was a lot of Happy Hogan. A lot of John Favreau, yes. which I was, which I appreciated. That, that um, was actually really good. Let's see, yeah. J.K. Simmons popped in, so he oh. was the J. Jonah Jameson yes. during the yes. Tobey Maguire years. Uh, I was thrilled to see him come back at the very, very end during the credit roll. And yeah. uh, wasn't yeah, he just... J. Jonah Jameson during the Amazing Spider-Man too? Yeah, yeah. He was, was he really? Always, I, th- I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Interesting. I think he's just he's just always J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, it's just J. in Jonah every Spider Verse, it's some version he looks of him. Like, but it's literally him. like the character. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. it's like he is always and he can, been and he can the act as that character. He was too. born to play perfectly. Him. He was born to play him the, for that, sure. That is like the the best example of this actor, this character, and that's it. I think like, uh, think of Tony any, Stark and um, Iron Man. Iron. But if I'm you look at his name, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Okay. So like. That's true to a degree, but a lot of the more recent Iron Man stuff has been molded around him as Iron Man. But like, if you look at the earlier stuff, that does not always line nah, up. That's not true at all. I, I don't mean, think he, so. They, he went through a very similar experience of um, alcoholism, just like Iron Man did. No, no, yeah. And I, I, I think I get that, that journey that. made him understand 
Tony Stark. I, I really wish they they uh, I really wish they kind. I think in the second one they kind of went through that whole drug addiction kind of thing with his the heart problem, mm-hmm. and they didn't really want to make him a drug addict or an alcoholic. But I I really wish they had gone deep into the alcoholic yeah. thing. I think Robert Downey Jr. could have played that well. I think that Robert Downey Jr. does do Iron Man probably the best, but I think that for form factor and just the ability to like literally be that character i don't think anyone beats him j james <laughs> j james well it's you know the robert downey jr thing similar to how uh you know a, an english boy from a small english town is able to really get into the head of peter parker from from queens new york, york yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was yeah. an interesting pick but a good one but uh yeah so far from home really good film um I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd give it, I don't know, a solid you must see this. So I, I think it was just that good. Yeah. Uh, definitely went above and beyond my expectations. So to give kind of a, uh, just a simple plot breakdown, the the sort of theme of the film is, okay, so here's here's uh, Spider-Man, you know, a.k.a. Peter Parker, kind of coming into his own, right? And then he has to balance this with the expectations that can have been laid something? on his shoulders by... Can I, can I try something? Yes. So I've never seen the movie. Okay, very And good. I want to be clear, I have never read anything about the movie okay the only thing i didn't know that i i found out on accident was the sword and that's what clued me into the scrolls okay it was the sword that i found out about and that led into everything so that that would do it (laughs) because the only thing that i hinted at was sword i was very careful about what i said yeah so uh long searchers i i like i said i as soon as i saw that mysterio Mm -hmm. was in it and they had these big flashy villains i kind of predicted the story that based on the the trailers i I should be i should imply i Pulled yeah. it off of the trailers, yeah. but basically it's he has to and he has to work about the obsession about kind of having no having no no dad figure again. This is sort okay. of a reimagining of the Uncle Ben story, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what this that's, is. Yeah, that's ostensibly what this is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, losing a father figure, yeah. losing someone who cared about him, and he has to sort and he's dealing with it as reminders of him, like the new suit and Hogan giving him tools and stuff like that. But 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 this is this is more about this isn't about Uncle Ben. This is about. Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark. Yes. Because <laughs> he never says the word Ben in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally getting that. But that's clearly the inspiration for the feelings he's he's right. feeling and so right, on and right. so forth. And he tries to just have a chill time with his girlfriend or hopefully girlfriend. Oh. oh. <laughs> and goes out on a vacation and realizes, because there's a trailer part where he's like, I just wanted to be I just wanted to be away from a hero for a bit. And it turns out yeah. he can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, so He Mysteri- becomes the night monkey. Yeah, so he can't really save them. So Mysterio shows up to save them. <laughs> And Mysterio basically d- pulls off the thing that he pulled off in the first comic book where he, which he arrived. He he set up a a bad thing. Uh, he set up, he made up a villain. Yep. And then fought off the villain. Interesting. As a hero. Interesting. And went, look how cool of a hero I am. And he played the hero for the longest time. There is one part of this where I don't know why, and I'll I'll ask that question a little bit. How his cape. Got so flat and nice. Yeah, that's probably what well, you're he, wondering. Well, he, I, I don't know. If it he was still by, no, no. It was steamed by Karen. Okay. Oh, they say the that. film they establishes say... this. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> I know that. He, I don't know if he's still a, uh, a prop guy. He, I know he used to be an actor. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. That, that there's some good. Okay, stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's still a prop guy. I, I would say so far he's like seventy percent. He's doing pretty good. Uh, he was an ex. Don't feed into him too much. He was like an ex martial. He was like an ex martial arts like ex like action star. 
who basically got into... We're getting colder. We're getting colder. Who, who, who got into special no, effects. No, 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 no. Think, think, think. We got to retcon him. We got to retcon him. Yeah, There's yeah. a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then that's how he became the villain, is he made up these, you know, used technology and stuff yeah, yeah. and special effects to become a, oh, he's the hero that everyone likes. So everyone oh. revered him and they liked him. And I'm going to guess that Spider-Man at some point was like, oh, I don't need to do my job. He's going to do it. Turns out oh. he's the villain, so he's got to deal with the problem. Oh. So, kind of. <laughs> You're missing a few crucial, crucial elements. People. But the, the elements that you would never guess. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So, so, and so was, then, yeah, he's got to save them. And yeah. Rob did confirm the other thing I wasn't, con- I didn't know for sure was whether they were actually going to play thing. the dimensional because he he implies that he's from another dimension right. in the in the um, yeah. commercials. And he actually w- says he actually uses the term Earth six one six. Does he really? Yeah, he Which does. Is, That's yeah. kind of cool. It, it's just it's a just total Easter egg in in this universe right now, as far as we know. It's just an Easter egg, right? There's no way he could. I don't think he could possibly uh... know. I know he's supposed to be a very smart guy. Okay, no, there is a way that he can. Yeah, yeah. That's probably just a funny little. Li- li- okay, well, we'll I, get to that because okay. I, I want to know how he so can know that. I found out. The movie didn't establish. Rob yes. did confirm that I think you said he's not from another dimension. Nope. Uh, so that that was a lie. Okay, I wasn't sure about that one. But that part is actually amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, obviously, he has to fight Mysterio, and I'm sure he gets his name <laughs> trashed at some point. That's right. I forgot why he gets up. Okay. So, yeah. Rob, why don't you get a little bit into Mysterio then? And yes. Why? So that's that's pretty much where I okay. was thinking it was going. You're and... like 70% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... No, don't get me wrong. As far as guessing is concerned, you're probably as close as you can get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, without knowing more. There's like a couple plot devices. That's yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that obviously, no way. Um, okay, so do you want me to just jump in and like kind of like do a point I, for point? Because he already he knows did? Mysterio's in it. We already know he turns, right? So just talk about like you talk about everything. his origin. Okay. Tell me everything. So, all right. So <laughs> this is great. Mysterio this is <laughs> uh, in the movie is uh, pretty epic. He is actually the guy who designed Barf. Do you remember what that is? Enough. Oh, okay, head. so like, remember in uh, when Tony Stark is making a presentation at a college, there's like a, a younger version of him talking to his parents. Was it the beginning of Civil War? I think so. Oh, it was in Civil yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. So he's talking about, hey, look at this holographic thing. This is like a reenactment of whatever. And then he goes on to talk about the grant for all the students that are in the audience. Yeah, yeah. So that's designed by. Oh, that's a cool design. Remember, remember, he's very flippant about it, though. Yeah, he's like, like Tony Stark is like, yeah, I just designed this. It's just an eight hundred million dollar like uh, psychologist or shrinker or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I call it Barf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he makes an acronym, calls it, and ends up calling it Barf in front of this huge studio, and then like Mysterio's out, like out off stage, like what the. <laughs> like, he like loses it, right? <laughs> it was and, so good. Uh, so what ends up happening is he, uh, as in Mysterio, gets together with a bunch of other people that hate Stark, which yeah. is not hard to find. No, <laughs> I'm sure it's quite easy. And nice. essentially, so like people from all uh, different areas, including the guy, and they actually got the actor from this. Remember in Iron Man One, where he's like, "Tony Stark built this in a cave." Obadiah Stane grabs Stane's him. pointing at that guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that guy is in it. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And he's actually like one of the main scientists helping uh, Mysterio. That's funny. So it's like a team of people who are like prop people and oh, stuff so like that. Oh, it's not just one. It's no, a whole team. it's a whole team of oh, that's people. That's cool. I yeah. like that. Now, so and, the, yeah, they're creating the illusions. The illusions, and they yeah. all play a role in the illusion. Within he's that. the actor. Yeah, he's the actor. Yes, and so the idea is that they've built up this character, and very much like you said, like they obviously stage a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and they you actually see at certain parts where they're kind of doing pre planning of like, okay, he's going to go in and fight this elemental, and this is what he's going to yeah. do. They're like, oh yeah, up the lightning and stuff like that or mm-hmm. whatever. Do you see that after the the scene, the fight scene with the? I'm guessing afterwards. Before. Oh, yeah. 
actually what? for some not not for the first one for the first thing you still think yeah. he's a hero and right. he's helping out until right. they until he starts to fight the fire no right after the fire elemental. right after the fire when they find one of the projectors yes they find yeah. one of the projectors because yeah. it gets knocked off during the fight um, yeah. Nah. yeah so and then uh when that gets found and then eventually it makes it now, back to the Peter. problem is though is the team who are putting on these illusions for mysterio for quentin beck right they're, they're they're bound by the limitations of the amount of technology they have available to them however the movie is largely centered around the technology that Stark left behind. Yes, uh, right? gonna, I'm actually going to get to that. Yeah, that's so, so that, that's the next it. big plot point is is, yes. is the glasses. Yeah. Right. Yes. So there's um, a pair of glasses that are given to Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, and, Peter Parker. And that is the essentially the key. These glasses are like an AI tap into like a defense network that Stark mm. built. It's like a huge satellite. I remember Stark pool. used to wear them and like say things to the glasses. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I remember there was a whole scene of uh, like eliminate them and it, uh, he said some word that the AI was like, okay, I will nuke it all. And he's like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He actually, he almost uh, puts a, he puts a hit out on one of his classmates by accident. Uh, okay. <laughs> that uh, was so good. Because uh, he's trying to delete, he's trying to get him to delete photos that he took of, of, of Peter when he was, he was in a compromising situation. He was in compromising situations, but that Got way. There was, there was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. there giving him a new set of clothing so he wouldn't be recognized. And she's like, okay, now strip. And uh, so he does. Of course, somebody else finds him and takes a picture. And then his 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 love triangle rivalry is like, oh, I'm going to show this picture to MJ. Yeah. You're done, buddy. But yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, so that's so, how it yeah, So uh, the, ultimately, the glasses are given to him as a, like, hey, like, it's either... And it's not a hundred percent guaranteed how it's explained, but like find the next Iron Man. Oh, find the next right. Iron Man. It's not you are well, the next Iron Man. Well, that's the thing, is that it's not clear on that. Now okay. Spider Man ends up making the assumption that it is, hey, find the next Iron Man. Uh. And so when he meets up with Mysterio, of course, he sees this guy who's like really powerful oh, and really nice and stuff yeah. like that. And actually, that's what Mysterio is after. He's after this thing yeah. to get access to the Star. So he's being nice to Parker to get this to, to yeah. be yeah. that role. So what he because he's he's oh. kind of he's kind of maniacal in the sense that he just wants these drones so mm. that he can put on a performance that's very convincing and do enough damage. Yeah. To to raise Mysterio the character like the hero the hero up. Yeah. And yeah. Because when one of the elementals is like hitting something, the drones that are within this holographic projection shoot and, and run damage. into things, and they do damage to things. Uh, That's why it looks like it's a real elemental doing real damage. And there's thousands of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in Stark's satellite ship or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, though, going back, uh, what ends up happening is uh, after kind of like some fighting uh, where he's fighting elementals and Spider-Man is helping out, at the end, they end up going to a bar. And they're there and they're chilling and Spider-Man's like, you know, hey, here's the glasses, whatnot. And as soon as he walks out of the bar, after he's kind of like, you know, I'm going to put up my hat essentially as Spider-Man. He's like, I want to just be a kid. And he gives him these glasses and like confirms with the eyes, like, here you go. As soon as he walks out, the whole scene just melts away. Because it's like all yeah, yeah. been a huge illusion. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah. And then he's just saying there was like we did it, and like all yeah. the people in the bar, like other people that are part of the yeah. team. Yeah. And so like they're they're talking about all this thing. He's like, oh man, by the way, he's like, 
He like scene points was so to like, great. yeah, so good. Like he points <laughs> to the writer. He's like, he's like, I don't know why people keep eating up this garbage, but well done. Like yeah. another dimension. <laughs> yeah, everybody, he like points at everybody, like Karen, great job on the cape. Like, it's, yeah, like it, it, so it, it was so good because it like makes fun of all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, it, it makes fun of making yeah. a movie to yeah. a degree of and production. It, and there's a and there's a fur, further laugh later on when he's talking to Fury. He's like. It's like, oh, it's like all the elementals have combined kind of thing, like to fight this like super elemental. <laughs> and he's like, and uh, uh, I can't remember exactly what he says, but Fury says something to the uh, sort of like, yeah, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something like yeah, that. yeah. It was, it was like, very almost, it was so close to fourth because, wall like, he, breaking. Because he, yeah. he had just figured out that it was a lie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. But, like, as you're watching it, you see how all of this kind of plays out. And the idea is that even Mysterio, the character, as he's flying around, is not actually him. It's a projection as well. Yeah. Oh. And he's actually just, like, walking on a bridge somewhere. Uh, Mo-capping. Control- Mo-capping yeah. and, 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 and doing oh. all the drones and the see, voice. In in the comics, he was actually there, but everything, like, he would have, like, magnet boots. And yeah, no, like in that. this, it's it's all illusion. Yeah. yeah. I, just see, I thought he'd completely. have, like, drone boots, like, boots that, you but, know. Well, you were, you were very right, though, in your assessment of him becoming the stand-in father figure. Because at one point, he's even, like, uh, I don't know, I guess the holographic version of him is perched on a ledge, like, giving uh, t- uh, Tom Peter Parker... Like uh, advice, life well, advice. That, yeah, that's where I yeah. got that from because they showed that in one of the trailers. Oh, they did. Oh. That, honestly, that trailer told me so much. That's why about, you don't watch trailers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It told me so much about what was gonna happen. Yeah, we got to get off the trailer train. Yeah, no, yeah. Only only thing you should ever watch is a teaser. You're right. Yeah. If yeah. even. But You're absolutely like, right. Don't watch a trailer because yeah. if you are half a brain, most of the time you can figure out half the plot. Yeah. yeah honestly, the trailer was basically just that scene. Yeah. Slightly cut down. I, exactly, and you, that's why. Yeah, you trailers don't. need to stick to one act. They need no, to just they, stick to no, one no. What they need to do is they need to be. J.J. Abrams, I think, is the only person who does trailers right because he misleads the fuck out of he you does. when he does. Yeah, them. it's a lot of like everyone assumes you that... have to watch out with that kind of stuff because if you miss, yeah, you can't mislead... get hyped up about something and then get let down about. Yeah, it. you can't mislead the theme. You can't mislead the idea. Um, yeah. A good example of this is what happened to Cabin in the Woods. Right, that's they, fair. They they marketed it. Incorrectly, if I actually, I, I would argue for people like me, it was done the best way I possible. I agree. Yes, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> so I will. I, quick story. I think I've told you, but I don't think I've told it on on uh, on podcast yet. I went to go That's on a so first close. date with a girlfriend a long time ago. And she loved hor- loves. She's still alive. She loves <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> so far, good to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rob, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Sam. I'll just call her Sam. And um, that's not her name, though, is it? Not her full name. Oh, okay. Well, that's not her full okay. name. Okay. No, but I mean, like, if she heard this, would she know it's about her? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, probably not going to cut it, so. No, she's cool. Okay. Um, We we went, I don't know if, I, I viewed it more as a date. She viewed it more as go seeing a movie with a friend. So mm. that's kind of the relationship yeah. we had. <laughs> that's probably that's probably a good point. So this. you <laughs> did yeah. go for a dick in the popcorn box. <laughs> no, no I, I didn't get that. Damn. Um, that's what I went for, but that's not what I got. Uh, <laughs> you just got a bunch of kernels. <laughs> I just got a bunch of kernels right in the pee hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we went to go see, and I, I I don't like horror movies. I absolutely despise horror movies. I just okay. don't find them fun. Yeah. But she loves them. So you can see the relationship that's going on. I'm going to go, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go to see end. this movie, and I'm, I'm going to go see this movie, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suffer through mm-hmm. a horror movie to get some. Mm-hmm. 
And we got there, and she hated the movie because it's yep. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, and I loved the movie because yeah, it's Cabin in the Woods. Dude, what? Dude, what a great example of a twist though that completely turns the film on its head. Oh, right? absolutely, so good, yeah. man. But that's what I'm worried about with marketing. Fair. You, okay, you yeah. could someone like me loved it. Someone like Sam, yeah, I'm, hated thinking, it. I'm thinking more like along the lines of like Star Wars when everyone thought Finn was going to be the Jedi. And then end up being uh, right. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is like, it's misleading. Cause you see the scene where Finn picks up the lightsaber and you're like, oh shit, he's going to be the next kind of iteration yeah. of these things. And we now know that Finn has no force ability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when you heard like Luke Skywalker's voice in the original trailer and you're like, oh, he'll be in this movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. For seven, oh. And then he was in it for like, man, we are hating. Like, I don't think there's been a podcast we've gone by where we haven't hated on Star Wars. So, well, no, they, they, they have a chance to redeem themselves. But, no, honestly, if, if we're talking, huh. we'll get into it again in the future. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if we're talking recent Star Wars films, Rogue One, Han Solo, both very good. Episode 7, pretty good. Episode 8, we'll, we'll take it away. Okay, we'll take this offline. But <laughs> So, Episode 9, they, they really do have a chance to sure. redeem themselves. So and I think J.J. will. I, I don't mind. Trailers, you need to convey what it is that is going on. But there is a fine line of, wow, I've basically seen the movie. Yeah, well, I, I think be, that's the case for Spider-Man. I would be more yeah. fan of there being like one or two taglines, and the rest of it is just scene, 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 done. You have to be very careful because even those scenes can give stuff away if you look closely. That's true. Yeah, it's tricky. You have it's to be. Tricky. It is. It is. I personally, it is especially sure especially with difficult. visual effects nowadays and how much they inform what's going on. Yeah. on yeah. the screen, right? So that that could definitely because there be is like, a lot of telegraphing. Like movie, if you yeah. saw if you saw like a screenshot of the final elemental in this film, you would probably guess that like. Oh, this is like the combined four elemental elementals, yeah. right? So, just so because of like the size yeah. and what it looks like. Yeah, I had I had watched a a YouTube channel called Variant Comics, and they mentioned uh, sword, yeah, and mm-hmm. the scrolls okay. for the end credits, and I went, there was that a, means was... Nick Fury's the oh god. And then I kind of went and found out that it was also what's her face in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But but Nick Fury is actually on Sword. Yeah, yeah. The, that's the, the part that Nick I found Fury. out. He's like vacationing. Actually, you know that's a that's a good question though. Like, we know that Shield was kind of is like excommunicado, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Not not a thing really anymore in the sense of like nobody's backing them right. from a government perspective. Right. Though I have to watch the most recent show because the most recent season may. Fix that. I don't know, but where the fuck did they get the funding for Sword? I think it's Alien Tech. Alien Tech Guardians. But of no, Galaxies. they zoom out and you see it. It's not that alien looking. Hmm. It's very human tech. Well, I, th- I think the scrolls though, because I, I wouldn't say like they owed him one after Captain Marvel, but they certainly seem to be. Remember, they've got that group of scrolls was in alliance with him. They they've got the Asgardians who can give him tech. They've got it may not look as Guardian, but there's probably some level of Asgardian there. They've got the Nova Corps. They've got oh, Nova. No, Nova Corps gone. Oh, that's right. Thanos would have wiped him out, right? To get Thanos his Infinity just, Stone, just completely demolished. Yeah, but they, un- they that's undid. That's It was like an off-screen kill. They undid all of that, though. No, no, they didn't. No. Anyway, um, they brought people back, but they didn't. No, because Thanos the, the... murdered those people. Yeah, that yeah. was. But no, they undid the snap. Not what. Fair the wait, wait. We don't call it the snap anymore. Now we call it the blip. Why? Whatever, because <laughs> that's the in 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 the world that Spider Man takes place in now, far from home. So the way that people have come to describe it isn't a snap because they didn't know about a snap. They knew about a blip. Uh, they knew about the blip. People blipped out and then they blipped in. That's really too bad. Marvel yeah. should have just called it the snap and called it a day. Yeah. Um, the but snapping. 
I, either way, I, I, there's plenty of places they could get the technology and funding from. They have so many allies in space now. It, it, it's ridiculous. Victor, Victor Von Doom. Yeah. You see, that, the fantastic, you find that The Fantastic that Four. That is what I'm most funding interested it. in. If they're getting or into Secret Wars, Fantastic Four it. and him are going to be in it anyway. Well, so. you'll think about it, though. Uh, Victor Von Doom's big thing is that he designs a very important space station, and that is a constant theme with it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's new to me. Okay. No, I'm sorry, not a constant theme. No, because you know what? Actually, that was only relevant really in the movies. Yeah. Like one comic series. I like. don't. Yeah, sure. I'll believe you. I. I. But his thing has always been technology, that. right? Leading up to him becoming. No, magic. Victor Von Doom? Yeah. He uses magic. He uses, like, his, his mother, I think, was like a gypsy. And he uses like witchcraft. Wow, I'm so rusty then on my Von Doom history. Yeah, go he, back. Well, in recent history, he though, combines technology and yeah, magic, but it, it's yeah. magic. In recent history, though, for instance, for like the last two Fantastic Four oh, films, the movies that it's don't been count. like it's been technology. Yeah, the movies based. that I don't count. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't count them either. No, yeah. shit. You know what you're right. Oh, Chris I'm Evans, thinking... though, is Human Torch. Huh? But like, I'm even thinking like, <laughs> I'm just, just gonna look away. away from you. <laughs> no eye contact. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucked if he comes back as the human torch? I want it to yes. happen. Yes, it I would. I want it to happen. No, so no. You look like someone. There are so many it? better options. So many oh, options. I'm sure, I know, yeah, but, but it would be hilarious, though. It would be so be funny. Awkward as fuck. It would be. <laughs> but. Know what yeah. I thought, though? Now, now that they're reintroducing scrolls and the Secret Wars and things like that, I'm thinking, like, why, why wouldn't they eventually bring Chris Evans or Tony Stark back for like a brief cameo? Oh, this is definitely you know what I mean. To bring Robert Downey Jr. back. Yeah, yeah. It's it'd be perfect because it's just some. It's just a scroll acting like him. You oh, know, yeah. like they could totally. The scrolls do it. give you so many opportunities. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. This is a fantasy world with weird science and magic combined. You already have a million options. You, right, know, you right. don't need an alien race that can shapeshift to make one. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about this now because they really have set it up that. Even even with the kind of limitations set on the universe that Spider-Man Far From Home kind of put out there, um, they really could go any direction. Yeah. And by limitations, I mean uh, the second post-credit scene. No, sorry, the first post-credit scene. The first one I'm aware the that one... he goes on a joyride. No, wait, sorry, it wasn't the post-credit scene. This was the actual date with him and Mary Jane. Yeah, that was the first mid-credit scene. Yeah. But I don't remember what happens at the end of Am that Am I one. thinking of just the end of the movie? Is that what I'm thinking yeah. of? Okay, the end of the movie is he takes Mary Jane... Swinging around the city, she yeah. hates it. No, he drops mid, her off. That's the mid credit. That's the mid credit scene. scene. He yeah. drops her off, and then uh, and then just as soon as he's about to swing away, so the the big screen on the side of this building comes on. It's the news, and it's showing doctored footage of Quentin Beck dying, and it, and they take the audio from yeah, Peter and, saying and... like annihilate them or whatever but he's saying it about the robots he's not saying yeah. it or the drones he's not saying it about the context Quentin Beck. Yeah, yeah for current day yeah it's bullshit, su- yeah. such a shout out to current day news and fake news and what happens is then everybody like thinks that he murdered quentin beck in cold blood yeah and i thought they also now know parker is spider-man yes because yeah. then the jason jameson yeah, comes he on he says that he's like hey yeah, uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And just like the Spider-Man PS4 game, now J. Jonah Jameson is like a conspiracy theorist, like Alex Jones, Jones yeah. like Rush Limbaugh-type character, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes on, he's like, I told you Spider-Man was the worst, and we know his name now. His name? And then it bl- it like flashes in and out. Peter Parker. <laughs> like, and it was, or No, he didn't say it. Maybe Quentin Beck said it. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember which of them said it. Yeah, I can't honest, remember, but, but, it, but, they, it, but they actually state his identity then. Yeah. And, that's, and so, that's fairly and you, see, you see him react, which is like the classic, like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was and good. That, that is interesting for Peter Parker, because I think the only time he's ever done that was Civil War. 
Yeah, where he comes out and says, hey, I'm Peter Parker. Yeah, that basically started Civil War. Venom unmasked him, too. Hmm? Yeah, but that was... Venom unmasked It didn't become wide knowledge. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Technically, Vulture knows who he is, too, already. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, is he... Did he die at the end of Homecoming? No. He has a prison in the deal. I forget what, what deal he made, but basically... The deal was Vulture didn't want to say anything either for personal reasons or because Spider-Man threatened yeah. him or something. One like thing I thought was, was weird, no. why didn't MJ reference this at all in the course of the film? Wasn't it her what? dad in Homecoming? No. No, no, it wasn't MJ's dad. It was the, I forget her name, but it was the girl from the, uh, it was the previous girlfriend or attempted girlfriend oh. prior to MJ. Oh, I don't remember. It was, it was I don't a even, different girl. I don't even remember that character at this point. No, it was um, a different girl. Okay, I, so just I was just watching it. So I've just been confused the entire time. Then <laughs> I'm interested to see kind of like what happens there because if you remember Vulture at the end of that movie was walking through jail and he ends up talking to I think it's Scorpion. I want to say oh, it's Mortal Man, Kombat. Matt, Matt, Gar- <laughs> yeah. but Matt, Gar- Matt Gargan. Wait, Matt. you realize I just said Mortal Kombat? I, I know you said Mortal and, Kombat, and I said yeah. Oh. And I realized no, it's not. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> No, he talk, he's talking. Peter to Parker, get over here! Not a demon from the Nether Realm, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's a whole scene where Scorpion's trying to like get Vulture to be like, "Hey, I, I know you know who Spider-Man is. Who is he?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know." He's like, he he keeps Peter Parker's identity safe because yeah, because at the end of the day, Vulture wasn't fighting against Spider-Man. No, really, he was. I think it was in order to keep his identity secret as Vulture or something. Like there no. was a deal between him and Spider-Man, but I don't remember what the deal was. No, I think that at the end of the day, Vulture, because Vulture's whole thing was that he wasn't trying to be a bad guy at all. That's he was, true. He that was just he was just trying to protect the jobs that his people. Yeah, like, he was trying needed. to support people. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to support, support himself, people. his family, and his and his like the yeah. his employees' cool. families. Yeah. yeah, they spent they spent all that time harvesting the alien tech, which was an inherently dangerous job, and yeah. like he just felt like he hadn't been compensated. That's so that's why yeah. they were taking the alien well. They, tech. they literally fucked them out of a huge contract. Oh that yeah, going to be like the one thing they needed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And wasn't it Stark who did that? Uh, no, it was no. more like Shield. Oh, okay. okay. It was more like I actually think it's more like Hydra. Tomato. I could I could be wrong. I could Hydra. Tomato Hydra. hail Hydra. Same fucking yeah. thing. Hydra was probably using undocumented labor. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so, I kind of organization. I don't know are. that for a fact though. I'd have to go back and watch. Be honest, I have to go back. And watch it, they didn't call. They called it some like New York Defense Force or something. Oh, it was, yeah, it was right. by yeah. some other name. Yeah. But cool. can it have ties to Hydra? Of course. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, Spider-Man overall, pretty good. You liked it? Would see it again? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah of course. Excellent. Um Excellent. it's uh yeah. Yeah. There it's just really good. It's top. like as far as top 5 definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's up there with Ragnarok and First Guardians and Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'd say book. it's probably top 5 or 6 for me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably put it up there. Which is funny because there's like 20-something movies. So you can actually say like top five and it doesn't mean just yeah, like, yeah. hey, I like five movies, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it adds, uh, it adds interesting perspective. I think the the ball tap was a momentous moment for uh, the MCU. I'm glad I don't to see even that really remember. I remember seeing it, but I don't really remember the moment. Well, I don't remember who did it. I have to I have to look this up because I'm not exactly sure who did it, and it's not on Wikipedia. So I think I'm going to have to do a little bit more I, research. This is like a thing that went past and everyone was like, ha. It was like a, it was like a gimmick Dude, laugh. But I laughed for like physical comedy. Four, dude, I thing. laugh for like four solid minutes after that. I believe happened. you oh, did. God. It was so good. It you was should so not be a father. You're still just a child. There was a guy doing like uh like a like a live cast on Facebook or whatever, and he's really douchey, and then somebody runs by and taps his balls as they're running by. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with Alex? <laughs> 
this kind of humor, man. Just gets me. I love it, man. I love it. Anyway. So such, Spider Man, I, I simple needs. <laughs> I, I do have simple needs. I'm, I'm uh, jealous, man. Far, far from home. I, I'm going to see it again just for that. Uh, so Spider Man, Far <laughs> from Home. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. Uh, and if you, you've listened to this whole thing and you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing? AKA <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, Adam. Just ruined the whole damn. <laughs> just ruined the whole damn movie for you. There's a lot of the movie that we well, didn't even, even talk about. If, if, you, if you haven't seen it, lot. we just saved you 15 bucks. Boom. You're there you saying, go. well, hold on. You're saying that even even with all the knowledge I have and how I know how it turns out, it's still worth watching because yes. it's not about the exact result. It's about the fun you had going. Dude, yes. we, did, we yeah. didn't state like a third of the things that actually happened. No, the movie. funny, yeah. all the different yeah. jokes that happened, Dude, the, so the great much. actions. Yeah, there, there's so a, much. There's a there is a lot to the movie. The mm-hmm. action is crazy good in the spider-man noir yeah. costume oh we didn't even talk about knocked monkey yeah no it's we don't even have to monkey. that'll be a that'll be a secret oh, that, for when we'll you watch that his, english, his english version uh so, yeah so kinda, it's sorta. um is it worth watching yes even with the spoilers okay. yes awesome. uh is it worth seeing in theaters if you got the money yeah if you yeah. don't see it as soon as it comes out okay um but yeah, it's it's worth a watch for okay. sure. Yeah, if you don't, just close your eyes, listen to this, and imagine a hilarious ball tap, and you pretty much get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that, but all right. <laughs> okay. So we'll get into uh, some Stranger Things three then. Yeah. Well, I, I think for so we're talking the Battlestar Galactica series. Specifically, we're talking about bad breakups and how Battlestar Galactica got through. Yeah, yeah, years. Battlestar Galactica got me through at least one bad breakup. Um, actually, so you know what? Now that I think about it, I think that that technically uh, same for me. Actually, really? Now that I think about really? it, because it's a character building kind of yeah, show. That was the time when uh, Dark Ages. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> much more recently. Well, not that recent. Oh, uh, okay. Um, uh, remember, uh, you heard about it when I got to the Saturday session. This was like way back when, when we still played with. Uh... Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, one. so there was one episode though that got like the whole show was good, and we've talked a little bit about it before on here. But the one episode that always stands up in my mind that I think about, other than like thirty three, which was like amazing, yeah, one of the craziest episodes of sci fi I've ever seen. Um, but the episode where they do like there's like a boxing tournament that they do. Mm, and it's yeah. this is right in the middle of the series. One. So this is like at this point there's characters who kind of have beef with one another, like main yes. characters. So so some of them are sort of settling scores right in the boxing ring. It's supposed to be just sporting. Yeah. It's supposed to be very sporting. But then the other thing that just got me was just like how like and Edward James almost was so good at this acting like a military man, like this yeah. hardened, just badass military guy. And at one point, he boxes too, I believe, right? Yes, and he, he just <laughs> kicks ass. Yeah. He so does. like, and and the whole that whole episode just really stands out in my mind, just because uh, it was it was an interesting fan service episode for live action, but it also drove the plot forward in a few different ways because well, they had all there's these. There's like thre- the Watchtower was a big part of that. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. That's true too. But yeah, yeah that episode no really stands out in my mind. Uh, for those reasons, so Sadly, really, I, really I never finished it. He yeah. got like four episodes deep. No, I got way more than that. Yeah, mm. way more than that. Oh, oh no, man. no, I got to the, I got to the point. I got to, I think it was season two, if you, if you will call that, because I, I found out about a bunch of shit. What dude, basically half the people on the ship were Cylons. By the time but dude, fucking, it, no. the, the greatest <laughs> thing about it was just like every time you thought you knew what was going on. The show was just like, fuck you. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, and then every single time. So, e- even regarding some of like 
actually regarding the main character is <laughs> for instance right so yeah. who, who i would say is like starbuck right so right. it's uh yeah really i would really actually argue that the main character is guy baltar yeah yeah okay but starbuck I, yeah i could see would that be, would be the other if there was like two main characters that would be those two yeah yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think you're right about that guys man yeah, because so if you look at, at the beginning of the series, like we're talking like before the ones that even aired, like the lead up two episodes, right? Uh, it's really focused on uh, what Gaius does. And, yeah, it's and true. Obviously, which is like the huge catalyst for the movie. That's show, true. But yeah, and yeah. he's he's the first one to he doesn't know it at the time, but he's the first one to have like real and consistent contact with the Cylon. Yeah, right, like and, the, and that's where the show proliferates. I think the three main characters are really the younger Adama, yep, Starbuck, you're right. Captain and, Adama, and, yeah, uh, and. Gaius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, not to say like the other characters don't all play big roles. They all yeah. do. But I mean, like, there's like, if you had to look at pivotal characters that like, yeah, you needed. The only the only weird part about Captain Adama was when like in season maybe it was season four, the beginning of it, when they're on the colony, and he's, he's still in the ship, and they put him in a fat suit. That's I love that. Pretty obviously a fat suit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good though. Like he was just like he like let himself go, <laughs> and everyone's like, dude. <laughs> It was so funny. Even, it was even, his, even Captain or Admiral Adama shows up at one point. And he's like, he's like, damn son, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get your shit together. It was so funny. So I got to the point where in the series where they were just about to land on the planet. I think. Okay. Okay. Or like they, they knew about it. And they that were was home. either the end of season two or the end of season three. I can't remember which. It, I, I think I got through partially through season because they knew about the planet and they yeah, were like yeah. on their way there. So yeah. I might have been maybe like a few episodes off of landing. Yeah. But like I said, it was I got through like a season. Uh, yeah, you, missed the, you missed the Adama maneuver. Yeah, apparently. Too bad. Oh, man. Anyway. anyway yeah, Stranger it, Things, right? Stranger oh, Things. Sorry, you, another, sorry, you had a story. Show. You had a story, though, to run in. Sorry. I just totally intercepted you. You were about to say something. You have a story? I have a story? No, no, he told the story. No, the literal. Okay, sorry. You were saying something, and I said, okay, let's move on. And then you gave me. Nope. Like, okay, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> no, nope, no story. <laughs> He was just getting a he was just getting a chub thinking about Starbucks. So he wanted you to keep keep going, yeah. keep it going. Yeah, yeah. And I mean the 1970s Starbucks. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> not not the uh, not the pitch black remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Starbucks. Her name is um, she's Canadian. Yeah. Katie Sackoff. Yeah, yeah, Katie Sackoff. She's gonna be in a Netflix show actually coming up here. I, I should know that because one of my friends is was is, is deeply in love with Starbucks. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Canada's not you know not an extremely populated country. You know, they could end up meeting at some point. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, so let's see here. Getting into Stranger Things three. So it's an eight episode season just dropped. Actually, I looked this up. The prior season of this, I don't know if you guys realize this was twenty seventeen. So they pulled a straight up Game of Thrones season eight here and kind of went like two years into production, which I thought was interesting. All right. So didn't realize it. Uh, obviously, the production values were very, very high throughout this series for Stranger Things. Uh, you could tell bigger budget, oh, more huge, special much effects. Bigger budget. Uh, I actually like now that they have the budget for some serious, like large scale special effects. I, yeah. I like the visual style that's kind of taking off in the series yes. as well. It's very unique, very distinct. Um, I'm thinking also of like the like the the underground project, which so people, we'll, we'll name spoilers once we get there. Yeah, but. so that people can kind of get a context as to how we're talking about this and why we're talking about it in this way. Because as far as I'm aware, I haven't gone looking too much, but it seems to be semi divisive about whether people like it or not. Oh, really? So, do you like it? Yes. Okay, Rob. Just do you like it or not? Or I maybe can't. give it a percentage uh, of like, obviously zero to one hundred. 
I, th- I liked it like 70, 75 percent. Okay, I oh, liked okay. it. That's cool. So at least that allows people to gauge how we're talking. Okay, about. cool, cool. And then uh, so we'll do we'll do spoiler free here for the first couple minutes, sure. just to kind of state what we thought of it. Should you see it, kind of thing. Look, I think if you haven't gotten into Stranger Things yet, I think this season more so than any season before it at least establishes this as Netflix's. This is Netflix's thing. Like this, this is one of their big. This is some of the best content they can possibly produce, and oh, and easy. and and they're consistently doing it. It's you know I think there's ups and downs in the series, which we'll get into in a little bit here, and I'm sure Rob has has some ideas, but uh, but I quite liked it by the end. You didn't like the last season of House of Cards? Uh, I didn't see House of Cards. <laughs> oh, never mind. The joke is totally lost on you, and that's well, too well, bad. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard last, it's very good. I just haven't had a chance. Last to watch season it. was. So was it horrible? So bad. Well, now now all the budget's going to Stranger Things. Yeah, so there no, you go. which is great. Yeah. Uh, but no, like uh, that, uh, just really quick. House of Cards starts really, really strong. Yeah. Uh, then it gets really rocky. Well, uh, didn't they have to yank Kevin Spacey Would you Kevin say it fell out? over? Did they have would to you yank? Say Ke- the House of Cards collapsed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they tend to do that. Uh, yeah. Essentially, they they went. Um, There's obviously a lot of uh, controversy around it, and that kind of in itself killed it. Yeah. Kevin but then, Spacey. like, uh, they, that took over, man. Well, yeah. And then, like, they had a plan moving forward, and it just came off too forced, too mm-hmm. heavy-handed, too mm-hmm. heavy-handed was what it was. Because like, okay. it's a it's it was a show that praised you for being uh, a watcher that was politically kind of informed. And stuff like that, and by the end, it was like we are holding your dick. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can only, I can imagine how. I haven't seen it, but I'm imagining yeah. now how Which, that it's is. It's unfortunate and, because yeah. it, I think that they, I could see how they could be heavy-handed. They, they could have done the story arc that they did at the end and made it very, very good, mm. but they didn't, and that's unfortunate. They should have subverted expectations with a political show, I think. Yes, yeah. but they, did, but they, they were just like, here's a mallet, we're smacking. The they face went like Looney no, things. they went balls deep into into expectations <laughs> of how it was supposed to go or ovaries deep I don't yeah. know how you look at it. no <laughs> cool. it was good though like it was like 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 i said it could have been better yeah. but it, yeah and at the end of the day it was just yeah. it was Stran- a stranger things season three didn't didn't suffer in quite the same way I no no um, not at all i think i think for me it did and i'll just say this in the spoiler free portion here i think it started off a lot weaker than it ended certainly um i think for me it didn't pick up until like episode five i think the main problem if anyone's going to complain about it and they may not know what it is they don't like about it but my brother i, I i've been working with him every weekend now so yeah, he yeah. normally lives up in toronto but okay he's coming every weekend now oh, cool. to work on the houses that i do and so we get a lot of discussions we're you know in the half time we're just working on a roof mm. and we just get to talk about this stuff so it's really nice to have that but and he's got a very different perspective on this kind yeah. of stuff and the things that he said is he did not like the third season Interesting. And one of the main reasons this isn't spoiler, it's theme, it's genre. He liked the thriller aspect of yeah, Stranger yeah. Things. And he felt this season wasn't as heavy handed on thriller. It was more it would fit in the action adventure category right. rather than the thriller yeah. adventure uh, category. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think that distinction and I and I felt the distinction. Yeah. Um I, I very I very clearly felt it. Um, I feel like that's probably going to be the biggest problem that most people are going to have. Which is, yeah. It is a very different feeling season. Yeah. Um, but I personally loved it because of the new feelings. Yeah, for, for 80s and retro fans, too, I think you, you, like, you're absolutely going to love this season. They did such a good job setting up Starcourt Mall. They did such a good job of setting up like the county fair. Oh, great. They did, I, there's so many great scenes in there of places that people people who, who even remember the 80s just a little bit are going to be like, oh, my God, or even like the early 90s. It yeah. looked a lot like that. You're going to say that this feels just like home It kind of reminds me of there, there's at the start in one of the earlier episodes, especially even in the trailer when they're promoting 
the Starport yeah, yeah. Mall. Um, they just had people traveling through here, and, and they were just showing like mall rats. And I kind of it kind of reminded me of yeah. when we were mall rats in the local mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and uh, I, I think uh, I think it's a culture that persisted today, and definitely speaks to the fact that why uh, one reason why at least that I exclusively work in malls now. <laughs> yeah, oh <my laughs> all across God. Southwest Ontario. So it's uh, yeah, I, I love I love that culture, and uh, and I love that sort of microcosm of time, right? So the 80s, the early 90s in yes. a mall, in the arcades. All the neon lights. Yeah, the neon lights. Yeah, the stupid fucking fountains everywhere. Like, it was, <laughs> dude, it was the absolute coolest thing around, man. So, yeah, anyway, I, I think if you're a fan of that genre, you're going to love it a lot. Now, now, Rob, would you recommend in a in a spoiler-free way that people see this season? Yeah. Well, um, it, I guess if you've already seen maybe seasons one and two. Let's put this way. Okay, yeah. so first off, season one, I think, was fantastic. It was new, shiny, sure. Season two felt like a scramble to me. Um, I agree. It, and it felt like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. We need a follow-up to season one. It quick. felt like they didn't know where they were going to go with season two. Yeah, well, it, They didn't know their path. They were just trying to make a path. It felt like... Um, they wanted Samwise to lead them through it. Uh, it, it felt more like ready, <laughs> ready, fire, aim than it was ready, aim, fire. Uh, Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. there, was, there was a step that That's came out of sequence. brilliant way to put it. Jesus okay. Christ, man. Um, He's on the ball today. No, Jeez. Uh, the <laughs> the the problem with with that obviously was very prominent. But then when we get into season three, season three to me felt more like season two point five. Like it was like the mm. it was like yes. hey look, it, season two ran amok, and the villain from season two ostensibly is still in three. Yes, and that's, that's true. not a surprise. That's true. that is not that's, a that's established. Pretty that's much yeah at the one. beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, then so what ends up? <laughs> what, sorry, I'm hearing. Yeah, we're all hearing baby screaming. We in the have, background. yeah, we have. We're uh, hearing bloody murder. Uh, my baby will be a guest on this podcast episode, so I'll yeah. credit her. <laughs> so her mother's with her. Just saying that, okay? Yeah. So it's not. It's not you like she's abandoned. just abandoned. Yeah, for the <laughs> sake of the podcast. There's two cats. Yeah. <laughs> There's my wife and two cats. Yeah. <laughs> so they can they can the handle cats it. Are, the cats are the better guardians. Well, oh. actually, Oliver stands outside the door and she cries and goes. Oh, that's kind of cute. Like he's like baby, baby alert. Baby watch, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's cute. like your kitten is crying. Get in here and fix it. It's loud. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, so season three felt like it kind of completed season two, which I think was actually the right move. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and like that was closure sorely needed. And um, I I think it. Uh, we'll get into it later. I'd like I can't, it, I can't I'd like say it what more, I want to talk I'd like about it more right if it was Sorry. called season 2.5. We'll 2. talk about 5. it when we get into spoiler. I would have too. Yeah. Actually, I would have liked it to have been called yeah. season 2.5 yeah. because like, it felt like if you watched it all and you kind of got rid of the catching up with the cast again yeah. section and you just went straight from 2 to 3, yeah. it would have felt like the crescendo. Interesting you say that because remember on last episode I was saying the first episode felt very fan service and and I did that, I didn't know I think, if I was gonna like it or not. No, I think that that's necessary after that long of a hiatus. You need you're to right. re meet yeah. the you're characters. Right. Especially seems I didn't how, realize they went two years. Yeah. The other thing you have to realize, is, and, and you do notice it in the first episode, is the um, the children. Children tend to grow up more quickly than like seemingly mm, more quickly adults. than adults. They yeah. change. There's more change. Right. And you can see the difference in the change of the the, the actors. Honestly, it's all about the actors. Sure. That. You know, in season two, they were 
kids. And it's a cast largely of children. <laughs> yeah, and now there's a bunch of teenagers, there's voice cracking. Yeah, but they, they also did cover, kind of cover it, but they actually gave a long pause of time between the two oh, abso- seasons. absolutely, but I'm just saying they had to do a catch you up because a lot has yes. happened and changed for the actors. Yes. And they have to convey that. Right. As they move forward. And it's not a bad thing, but yeah. you're right, it is very... But cool. Yeah, cool. you get past that. And yeah. So, and, and then pretty much like just as a quick thing, as moving into season three, is yeah. it worth watching? Kind of thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's if you liked one and you finished two, you might as well watch three. Um, and I'm not saying that like a, oh, might as well do that. No, like you, it's worth watching because it'll give you the closure that you were looking forward yeah. to that you didn't get. It, it can stand on its own merits. It can. Yeah. It really can. It can 100. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not bashing it that way, and like oh, no, I my know. earlier yeah. 70, 75 percent is only based on the fact yeah. that it felt like there was. I'm I'm just saying it for the one person who's going to decide whether to watch it or not based on this. Yeah. episode. <laughs> it's just the first couple of episodes moved too slow. Yep, uh, to a degree. I agree. But after that, um, it took off like a rocket. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, there's nothing bad there. It's yeah. just a matter of like the pacing. You need to be ready for it mm-hmm. because if you're not, you're gonna fall asleep. It's true. It's true. Cool, so let's get into uh, spoilers then. Yeah, we uh, let's get out the official bell. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Does that sound pretty official? Yeah. yeah. That, that sound effect that I've just edited in in post. So Never edited. Sounds, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I think you should edit. I think you should edit in your own voice doing it over the sound you just made. Over the sound. I should, yeah, just to give it the double like sort of echo, echo effect. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty but cool. But like poorly timed echo effect. <laughs> People well, will hate the podcast if you do that. That's true. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's the thing. Yep. That's that'll the be thing. that'll, that'll, be, that'll be it. That'll be it. That'll, oh, that'll, that'll kill our numbers. No, yeah. Look, I can tell you right now, the people who are still listening are diehard fans. I'm guessing. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll, we love you. <laughs> or, or just have not learned yet, or have not found a better podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We appreciate everybody that listens, of course. <laughs> and I mean that truthfully. So let's see. June 28th, 1984 is where this starts. This is in the summer in Hawkins, Indiana. So that's where that's where the story picks up. And uh, so what's happening now is the Russians, this is, how, this is how episode one kind of begins, the Russians have basically utilized the upside down as a way to kind of, it's a, they're using it as a backdoor to get into the United States. By the way, I love the idea that that entire, first of all, that entire scene, I'm like, this isn't normal for Stranger Things. Yeah, because it's like a big budget scene. Big budget, off. high yeah. effects, and like high, yeah. you know, kind of sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. And... I, I really enjoyed that they didn't have anyone talk during the entire scene, yeah. Except for right at the right at the end of the scene, and they're like, oh, they're Russian. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they clued you in that they were Russian until right at the end, someone yeah. said something in Russian. I went, oh, they're Russians. Now, see, I could tell from the uniforms. Sure, hammer and sickle. <laughs> they definitely, yeah. they definitely. I, I didn't notice that on their, okay, yeah. on their uniforms. And then yeah. uh, this is interesting because at the end of season two, obviously the American lab in Hawkins was destroyed. So in 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 I don't know the end game of season two. By the way, was it actually? Sorry, I, I applauded. I'm totally derailing. Was it actually established that that's what the Russians were doing? Because that's not what I got. No, no, they never, never, they never actually said what they were doing. Because I have a, I have a very different. Theory. No, they weren't trying to get into the United States because remember. They, they were, were trying to there. do it at the end. At the <laughs> no, no, but they used they 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 used the lab to do it. No, no, no. no. At no. the end of the season, the uh, Smirnoff, he mentioned. <laughs> God That's rest right. his soul. Yeah, yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> 
spoilers. He's Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, everyone, there's, there's spoilers now. Just well, spoilers we, abound. You're talking about Alexi. Move along. Yeah. So he mentioned that they had tried this exact same experiment in Russia, and they couldn't accomplish it. And they found out that it's not just about having the key. It's about having the right location. Oh, so whatever experiment yes. they're doing, they're mimicking here because of the weakened... Yeah, um, the weakened boundaries between. No, the two I took I took it as they have a lab and one of those particle guns in Russia, and then they have another one in Hawkins, and they're going back and forth no, between no. the two places. Whatever experiment no. they were trying to do in Russia, they're recreating in here. Uh, yeah, that's why and, it failed in Russia. But, oh, okay. but it was interesting though, and I'm not sure if I misheard this, so somebody can definitely fact check me on it. But I'm pretty sure he said there's only a few places. That can do this, and one of them Ooh. is here. Oh, I don't remember him saying a few, but that would be really interesting. Because I think that he he does kind of allude that there might, might be, be more, more doors. Guarantee that the buyers sense. end up wherever that place is at the end. So, oh, <laughs> but, it, but it but it is interesting to think about. It's like, does that maybe clue us in that there is going to be a wider thing happening here? And they and they do at the end allude kind of allude to something if you mm. watch the post credit sequence which if you didn't know there is one yeah i watched it um i i think that's supposed to be hopper in yeah in it's the, supposed to be that's hopper. what everyone's thinking but i don't know if that's who, the who case. else could it be like would could, it be a character be we already anyone. know could be anyone that's why they left it open-ended uh i think that it could be a couple of different people but well, like, you know they didn't actually show hopper die yeah but it, no, it may not even it's very possible that it may not be Hopper. It could have been somebody else who's died recently. Oh. Ish. Oh, I know who it is. It's Barb. They've brought her back. Well, I was thinking more it could possibly be... Um, sorry, I only remember who this. Yeah. In, see, I thought... Oh, Bob. That, Bob. I, I thought originally when they first started... So, two things. Oh, I, I, I so hope I, it's Bob. I, I also don't think it is Bob. I don't think that that's the case. But I think that it's... Possible. So Bob, so, aka Sean Aston, aka same wise Ganji. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I thought at the fr- at the start of the season, I think one of the things that starts sort of one of the people's quests because there's kind of like three different stories going on that all merge into one story. Yeah. yeah. But which is really cool, by the way. Which is cool. Yeah. I think that's all how all the other seasons were done. But um, one of them is that magnets on like fridges stopped. Yeah. They were demagnetized. Yes. Right. And part of me. I don't know whether this is what I'm supposed to take out of it, but the way I got it when it first started off was, you know how they mentioned that people, even in season one, people that are in the other world or people that are, you know, in a different, are, are in the upside down. Yeah. They can interact with our world. It's kind of like the ethereal plane. Right. They, they yes. can interact with it's it. Like, there's a, it's like a thin barrier. Yeah, it's a thin barrier. Mm-hmm. And I took that as Bob Newby trying to tell them I'm here. Oh. And it was, and he was trying to point, like, at to the, him on the, on on the, the fridge. fridge. Yeah, yeah. That's, see, that's what And I, it just affected more things than we had anticipated. Yeah, yeah. See, so that's, that's, that's actually where... I thought it went too. Interesting. When and I first saw that, no, it I, was specifically his picture that kept falling. Yes, and yeah. they very clearly panned it. Now the panning at it might have just been a, "Hey, remember this character," but yeah. I definitely took it as something deeper. I mean, that seems like a misdirect now, but I don't know why it would have been a well, misdirect. See, because I think that there's something else about the upside down that we inherently don't understand yet because well, it hasn't not been explained. And that's why I think there's the whole multi-door thing. Yeah. Because we see this base, we hear about this American who's there, and yeah, sure, could be Hop, but I think that that's too obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, that's just the way my brain works. Um, and we know that there's characters moving out of town mm-hmm. at the end and going somewhere else, 
and I'm almost wondering if they're like kind of like cursed family, right? Yeah. Wherever they land is going to be another site that's viable. Let's go to Provo. <laughs> and then well, that's like, that's the where, next where underground they, base. Like, where they? Who knows where they end up? Maybe yeah. in like Canada. Let's yeah, say. yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because some, somewhere they far away. Well, it's not that far away, right? They, like they end up. They end up on Zug Island in Detroit. <laughs> a lot of mystery there, guys. We got to talk about that someday. <laughs> a lot of a lot of stranger things going on on Zug Island. <laughs> but like I mean, like so. Let's just say they show up somewhere random. Yeah. Right. And. Uh, that could just very well be another site where these things are having, where another could, door could, could it be. It could very easily be just that Will is the weakness in the dimensions. Or yeah. or he's a beacon. So wherever yeah. he goes, the doorways become weaker. That's what I mean. He is the tie that, uh, that lowers yeah. the barrier. Yeah, I could see that. Because he's the only one He's that... kind of a beacon, too. So because right. the, yeah, the, because the mind flayer like, kept finding him. Well, but the mind flayer didn't know where he was. But he is has he was so long in that dimension. And he also had a, a personal tie to the mind flayer because right. he was riding him. Right. Uh, but he's able to now detect things from that dimension. Now, I'm not sure if that's just the mind flayer. Or if there's more to it, and I think that we'll find out obviously yeah. in the next Ele- season. Eleven's a little bit the same way, right? Like she has some tie that just never breaks to the upside down because of the time she spent there. And don't forget, though, Eleven's not the only one. That's true. Yeah, yeah there's there are more. Other yeah, there's more. Made. As far as I, I, I figure there's something bigger going on here. The government knows more, so on and so forth. And Eleven was probably I don't remember all the details, but I'm pretty sure she was built as it was first a science experiment, and then it was she, like you were built to be the art defender. And yeah, she's Russian. Yes. Right. Yes, she's a Russian child. Correct. Mm. So, like, we know that the Russians specifically have been doing these things, and that's so. This is, god damn it. So the idea here, I think, is that Russia's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, and I think that this season establishes that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know that Eleven's also Russian, so they've had some success. Yes. Right. But she somehow ended up in American hands. Yes. Hmm. So there is a lot of plot that we're missing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There, there, is. there is like there is a big yeah. chunk of this story that we just don't know. Agreed. Yeah. So like, was the original scientist group like an underground Russian faction or something? I don't think so. Huh. Don't know. That's wild. They so have it, so many different directions they can go because even though they did, they did. What one thing I was going to say was that I didn't want to put in the spoiler part was effectively like you were saying. This is two point five. This is the same exact story. As season two. To a degree, yeah. Mm-hmm. A new villain shows up, air quotes, um, and it's more or less the same villain. And he takes over people, people's minds, and he shows up, and then we have to close He's the gate. He's more like a mind flare. He's now. more like a mind flare. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a better, by the way, it's a better version. He's actually yeah. flaying minds. He's actually flaying minds. <laughs> and they don't kill him. They just close the date, gate, severing his connection. And that ends the story. That's effectively the story of number two. And there's a, you know, old g- g- girlfriend's boyfriend story going on. This yeah. one's a bit more mm-hmm. obvious with the girlfriend. Look, there, there's story. one major difference. And for this inspiration, they drew from uh, hit '90s uh, films in, in cinema, such as Ghostbusters 2, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, which is basically a sequel to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the show, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, guys, it's the ooze. The ooze has oh, returned. God. So the classic <laughs> oh, no. 90s film trope has returned. You know what? That's actually a good point. I hadn't noticed that. You know what? I can't hit him from here. Can you? <laughs> no, because I think he's right. I like it. I, I don't think he's wrong. Guys, I'm a, I'm on the ooze train here. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> see, fully on the ooze train. you see that, and all I can think of is like old Mario. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? And like the old like Ninja Turtles movies. Yeah, Secret of the Ooze. Oh, but yeah. they were so good. The, dude, the first Ninja now Turtles. You can hit them. The very first Ninja <laughs> Turtles film, still the best Ninja Turtles film. I liked the second one. Sorry, Secret of the Ooze. The Ooze ruined it, man. No, I liked the second one. <laughs> I love Tokar and Razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Anyway, that cool. uh, they weren't quite Bebop and Rocksteady, but I'll take it. Yeah, they're, they're better. <laughs> um, <laughs> more scientifically accurate. Let's just call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they had um, strange things. Like it's it's an action adventure, and and part of it is because it, it partly because of the higher budget, they were able to show the villain. And while we still don't really know why the villain wants to destroy and be all evilly, fine, we don't really care because clearly he's not interested in like eating people fundamentally. Well, sort of. I don't know what you want to call that. Uh, that Being the people? Uh, see, th- that was actually kind of... That was one of the parts I actually liked the most, was where these people are eating like and ingesting chemicals and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And I'm like, there's only one reason to do that, and that's to change their genetic makeup. Yeah. Or to terraform, in- interiorly terraform your body. Yeah. Which yeah. is what the Mind Flayer effectively did. Yeah. So I... I, I I liked the idea. The reason it was more of an action adventure rather than thriller. Thriller, what defines a thriller is that you don't know the machinations of the villain. Okay. And you don't even know necessarily who the villain is. Yeah. In this one, we, A, know the machinations. Mm-hmm. We know what the goal is. Yeah. And we know who the, who the villain is. Yeah, they is. do establish by, like, episode, by the end of episode two what... What's going on? Yeah, because Billy has the vision where he's in the upside down and he sees the crowd of people who whose minds have been flayed, but they're just a vision yeah. of what is to come, right? So I, it, it's it's true. Yeah, they did a better job in this sort of establishing what it's all about, and and that was. But in not doing so, that was the conceit of the first season. Okay, so that's why the first season worked so well is because we didn't really know it by the end what the Demogorgon was all about, other than just a creature that came from this upside down. Yeah, and in the second season, they introduced the Mind Flayer, but. Like kind of late, you know what I mean? Yeah. In essence, right? And then, uh, and you're right. This this one now, I mean, this is like a fully fledged action enemy. drama. Yeah, yeah, and and it's very clear. This is the enemy. They're doing something. Basically, I, the way I termed, I was talking to Amanda about it, and what I said to her was, "This reminds me of the exact same writing pattern as a Pathfinder adventure." Yeah, because you see the ripple. The start of the season starts with the heroes seeing the ripples of the main villain's actions. Right. Right, you're, you're like a rise of the Lords. You're not seeing the enemy do his things. You're seeing the goblins act awkwardly hostile because right. someone yeah. has trickled down to their boss, and their boss has trickled down to their boss, who has affected this countryside, who is now pushing the goblins to come right. into your town. And then, as you journey up this path, mm-hmm. go up the chain, go yeah. up the chain. You're mm-hmm. starting to see the bigger picture. Yeah. And then at the end, there's the climax, and that's exactly what this is. You see these different parties all split up. Yeah. yeah. And all go up their own respective chains right. until eventually they all merge back together yeah. into a bigger story. Okay. It, is that not exactly the way a Pathfinder adventure is written? Yeah. Almost I, every I, single one. But I think that that's what the series is almost an homage to is tabletop. Well, so yeah, they keep, they keep showing Dungeons and Dragons. They keep... Fashion. Yes. Yeah. They, they even hand it off. The one kid even handed off his Dungeons and Dragons books to, to the little sister at the end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, that was cool. But I just think, like, the last ones were more of a thriller. Um, this one was more of an action adventure because, and, and that description, I felt that more in this one than I did in the other ones. Yeah, and I think that's probably to stay, to be honest. I'm okay because, with that. It, yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, uh, I also understand the, the loss of that wonderment in the first one. And the problem, I think, the only problem is, is that they haven't set up enough what what ifs or what's coming out of this one 
And I think that they need to foster that in the next se- yeah. season where they're like, okay, you think you know a lot, but they need to show how much we don't understand. I, Amanda made a good comment about that. Is The reason you can't just keep doing thriller and mystery thriller like they did in the first Stranger Things. Yeah. Because eventually you just get the show lost. And then eventually you just don't answer any well, questions. Well, yeah. and that, and yeah. that's... You, you present only questions. But yeah. It, yeah. I, I no answers. It, I think it does need to be like a roller coaster where is there's a, a period of time where you are completely in the dark and then you come back out. You think you, you know. No, you don't actually know. You yes. think you know. Yeah. No, you don't actually We mm. answer some questions, mm. but lead you with more. Yeah, but the, the unlike Lost, though, they have to have... when Before they pose the question they have to already have the answer yeah <laughs> and then and then that answer needs they didn't to do that come. they didn't yeah do that. Yeah. yeah and and losser's like questions 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 a couple answers oh questions, questions, fuck questions, we don't questions, have questions. a main answer <laughs> and a couple more yep. answers and oh wait the other ones were wrong answers and now that's like okay and lost they're like let's just say it was a dream no they won't buy that let's just say it's purgatory yeah. Oh, you know, buddy. <laughs> I think it's a very difficult thing to write that, which is why they may or may not go in that direction. We can only see in the next few seasons. Yeah. But I did like it. I liked the the more fight sequence. I liked the idea that there was these yeah. flayed ones. Kind Billy, of Billy did good. The guy Billy. who played Dacker Montgomery, he did really good. Oh, God. For a character that I just felt was utterly useless in season two. Yeah. He was just a douche for... Well, that's why I said, like, yeah. season 2.5. That's yeah, what right. Like, he, like, he, all his job, as far as I can tell, is... What's his face? Um, Steve Harrington turned into a good guy by the end of season one. Yeah, yeah. And so you weren't left with the high school douche. Yes. So Billy yeah. came in to be the high school douche. Yes. Yeah. And then he's kind of, I don't want to say he's gone through the same journey. It's definitely a different journey yeah, yeah. than Steve yeah. went yeah, through. Yeah. But he turned out to be a character that you, he's not just an unrepentant yeah. asshole. In in the last like fifteen minutes of the last episode, I was just like, "Oh fuck!" Like I actually feel bad for this guy now. Yeah. Like you know, like it took that long for, and I, it was I think it was intentional oh, to definitely. get you to identify with the character. But then he makes a sacrifice, right? Well, I and think it's like it's a even big deal. before that though, where Eleven's starting to pick up the pieces of yeah, what's they did the flashback, yeah. Past. yeah, yeah, and I mean like that just kind of goes to show us like, fuck. Yeah, obviously he turned out like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should not be surprising to anybody at this yeah. point. Yeah, and so, you so. really do feel for a guy that, as far as you can tell, for the last two seasons has been a borderline unrepentant asshole. You've mm. always known that he had a rough bringing up, but you always kind of went, "Yeah, but you're still a fucking prick." Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I like that that she was able to seize on this one positive memory that he had that was very formative to his yeah. life experience, and that's what kind of brought him back. Uh, at the very end, it was very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool uh, plot device they used for yeah, that. I loved Billy yeah. in this one. I, I like that. I like that. Him. Steve, Steve was cool again. Obviously, oh, as, as the dad to the uh, as the dad to the crew of kids. Steve is so. amazing. <laughs> I, I I don't know why, but I I love the I love him and I love the scoops ahoy thing that they did in this. It was scoops so good. Man. <laughs> Who do you work for? Scoops ahoy. <laughs> like, Fuck. That was phenomenal. <laughs> they give him the drug serum. Who do you work for? Scoops ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it was so good, man. Was actually, so I actually really liked Robin. Robin was a really okay. She was she was a great character. I I, yeah. I got to be honest here, guys. So remember, I mentioned I, I really find that Natalie Dry or uh, Nat- Natalie. I found out it's actually pronounced Natalia Di- Dryer D- Dwyer. Um, plays uh, Nancy Wheeler. Yeah, I find that she's very cute. And yeah, I really yeah, like. Uh, yeah, I, I I discovered it's her eyes, but that's a side story. Mm. Um, I actually kind of went, oh, fuck you, Nancy. Robin's my girl. Oh yeah, I really fell hard for Robin. All about Robin, and which is why the same scene that Steve figured it out, (laughs) I just went, 
no. And See, I, I almost went through the same emotions that Steve went through. It's so cool. See, I actually figured that out early when they first started talking about, and she's like, oh, um, he was like, oh, man, he's talking about the girl that he was going after or whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah, you were like a dick back then. You didn't like you didn't notice things mm. and stuff like that. And then like the way that she was talking about, it, I'm like, oh, are they going that way? And then I was like, well, I'm watching. I'm like, and the more like her interactions with him, I'm like, this is purely like a friendship for mm. her. Mm. Like there was no romance here because there were scenes where she could have done one thing and did another. See, and I, I, was, mm-hmm. see, I was picking up on that and I was like, because I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's, there is something else to this character that they haven't revealed yet. And you can kind of tell based on the way that they talk yeah. and interact with other people that there's reservations to a character that are being specifically held back from a ra- from a writing standpoint yeah. to, to, to some kind of reveal. And it was going to go one of two ways. And it was either... Uh, yada 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 you ignored me all through high school and this is like kind of your reckoning to realize uh that i was there and then you know they yeah. kind of become an item but i was like that almost feels like that's already happened too much in stranger mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. So i was like there's gonna be another mm-hmm. layer to it and i was i was thinking it's she was also attracted to, at first i thought she was attracted to nancy mm-hmm. uh but then as we or hearing about this other chick, I'm like, the only reason they're going to be bringing this up is because she may also be interested in that. Uh, and that's where I yeah. put, And as soon as the scene started playing, I'm like, because it was the second he started confessing to her and you saw her reaction, yeah. that second I was like, yep. I didn't know. I thought it maybe she was a Russian spy or something. I'm like, <laughs> in, that, in that few moments, I'm like, what the heck is going on? Is she... Like some type of Russian well, spy. That's why she's not scared of what was going on. Turns out she, she also Russian. didn't get her ass beat and a she whole also, lot during she the also interrogation. She also all of a sudden knew a lot of Russian yeah, really yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, she also didn't get her ass beat during the interrogation. Like she didn't true. get her. her the kick, That's shit true. Her. She didn't have any bruises. Well, you know what the show. That's what I, the dude, way the I show's not over yet, man. This is going to be season four. No, so. I, I, I enjoy the way it went. I, I yeah. it made. I was happy with it. I was happy with the choice they made. Yeah. Uh, for I, those I, what we're talking I about, I appreciate it for one reason. So I appreciate it for one reason, because I like that Steve, as a motivation, didn't have, like, a girl he's trying to make his girlfriend. His motivation was just, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, that, and, and we're here to solve this, and we're here to make have things a, better. Have and a friend that's not kids. a kid. Yeah. 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 Yes. And it was just, it was such a cool thing. Like, Steve is, like, the most developed character in this he show, is. kind of. Like, oh, it's he cool. Is. He's I like easily it. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Steve is so cool. But mm-hmm. uh, they did a good job with him this season. Thankfully. Oh, yeah. Thankfully. Oh, yeah. Who they didn't do a good job with. <laughs> Who so, didn't they do a good job with? Uh, oh, what's the boyfriend's name? Uh, not Will. Not Will Byers. Quinton? No, it's not Quinton. Who's the older Byers uh, boy? I keep thinking of that. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan Byers. Yeah, Jonathan I didn't. I, his character was genuinely likable in season one and two, and you just thought he was the underdog, right? And then in this season, I just felt like he was kind of a dick the whole time, especially toward Nancy. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know I, if I like this guy anymore. I don't think that he was being a – I think that – Okay, first off, there was some truth to why he was lashing out because oh, sure. obviously, yeah, Nancy was kind of not thinking about him. But at the same time, though, yeah, he was being a dick. But I don't think it was because of any other reason than he was just so frustrated with the situation. Yeah. Um, but it, it was interesting to see kind of what his character did. But his character, to me, has always kind of fallen a yeah, bit I flat. Never liked him. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's just a shame based on the fact that they just don't have the time to cover his story yeah. properly. Well, I think from the time that he and Nancy officially got together in season two. He fell flat for reels. Like yeah. at that point, right? Yeah, Cause then, point, then it's it like, like, okay, well 
that's kind of his plot line resolved at that point and i don't yeah i think my biggest issue uh is an evolving theme with the characters where they clearly early on don't want you to they don't want the characters to suspect something bigger a lot of the times so they'll nancy's like hey there's something weird going on with these rats look at these weird rats and john's like no you're just dreaming shit like dude you saw a fucking teleporting gate and fucking ghost monsters coming out of your fucking son and you know that he was in another fucking dimension yeah i don't think that you if if it was me and someone's like hey man this rat's acting weird my answer wouldn't be yeah i know nothing's going on my answer would be where the fuck are the russians getting my goddamn tinfoil hat motherfuckers (laughs) yeah i'd be losing my shit the only character to explode rolling around in a cave and you're just like it's nothing let's just go it's just rabies when was the last time yeah. you saw red do that <laughs> i think the only character that was like the most legit character in the show is uh winona ryder's character oh, wait, she's oh like, yeah she's Mrs. the only Mrs. one who like yeah she's the joyce. only one that joyce. yeah joyce she's the only one that reacts logically to the situation yeah. because she's been like she goes over she, the top she's been through the fucking wheelhouse first right. off yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but like yeah there was there's a lot of moments where i'm like Something's wrong. And when she starts freaking out about the magnets, mm-hmm. you can tell that she's already putting it together. She's like, Yeah. Why is weird shit happening again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. F- it's funny. Fuck. When, <laughs> Winona sells it, man. She's so good. You I, watch, so good. I, think, I think that she's. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to take anything else from this other than that. This is just, I seriously suspect it. I think the actress is a little bit loopy at this point. But I think that it translates perfectly for her character. Awesome. Hey, I'll take it. She does I, a great job, man. I think it's funny that you watch the first season and you look at her like a crazy woman. Yeah. Like in the first well, season, for a good yeah, portion of she it. is a crazy yeah, woman. Yeah, for a good portion In the of second it. season, it's still like, hey, listen, we dealt with the problem. And you find out something else is going on. And she's like, hey, there's something else going on. You're like, okay, you're still, you're not sure if she's crazy this time around. Yeah. And then in this third season, the moment shit even, like... My one magnet fell off my wall. Clearly, yeah. shit is abound. Yeah, and immediately, yeah. like, Joyce, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you sounded crazy in the last two seasons, but clearly you are not. You got you, your back now. She's we know Mary. something's going yeah. on. Coal mine. That's what she is. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's good. Well, that is what she is, though. Yeah. Like, uh, no, there's no more, like, Mary's dead. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And like, and when Hop starts hearing her go on about this crazy shit, he should immediately be like, "Oh yeah, well my step, like my adopted daughter is a fucking psychic, so yeah. well, this is, this should be par for the course for him." Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm like, dude, you know what this town's been through. I'm like, this is not weird for you. This should be like early warning signs. Well, that's exa- that's the thing that threw me off the most. They, they should go on. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that noise? Yeah. No, no, no. You fucking investigate. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what killed me about Hopper and Jonathan Byer early on is that they they didn't buy they were yeah, used yeah. to accept because Nancy was doing the same thing where she's like something's going on we got to dig deeper we got to go after the story yeah. blah 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 and he's like no there's no story there I said there was no story there he was being a little bitch about it I, and I get it like, they, they they those characters probably just want to move on but at the same time though like even for people who just want to like move on and have like blinders on and don't want to see mm-hmm. things there's a level of trauma associated to the events that have happened in oh, the last two seasons sure. that kind of blows that defense out of the water. Yeah. So I'm like, there's a t- point in time where you're writing unrealistic characters. Right. Yeah. And that's what it felt. And that's why it's a 70% for me. Because there's certain right. characters in the series that did not react the way they should have. No, you're right. And that part threw me through. Mm-hmm.
there was another part that that really bothered me and, and maybe it's just because i don't understand kids um <laughs> so alex question Yo, for you yeah you get a phone call yes it's your wife yeah she goes alex tell me how many people viewed the spider-man homecoming movie right the fuck now if you yeah. don't tell me the world is going to come to an end oh, tell me I right now going. Yep, how yep. many what's your response oh 800 million <laughs> my response, if my wife did the same thing, yeah. my response wouldn't be, sing me a thong first. Like, fuck you, cunt. You trust me? <laughs> if you love me, that means you trust me. You better fucking tell me that number uh, right the fuck now. Okay, so, so actually, I will actually leave to the fence in this one. Uh, because Cause they're 12? The, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my thing. I just that's yeah. Maybe I just don't understand that, children. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what it is, right? As soon as he does that, the first time they communicate, in her mind this is probably a game that he's playing because this is the kind of shit that he just does i guess so at that point it's kind of like i grant that i have you know 10 years of relationship above a summer camp relationship yeah Yeah. so i understand my wife more yeah so like it's this is like uh i have a basis of comparison they they are they have built literal radio towers to communicate with each other which they must not live that far, to be honest with you. Well, no, no, Indiana you, is pretty far from Salt actually, Lake City. Radio, by the way. Short, shortwave Rob, radio, though, will travel anywhere. Uh, Rob, it bounces off the atmosphere, and I'm not joking about that. I know so how... So you can bounce around the curvature of the Earth. I know how radio works. Thank yeah. you. So you can... You can get <laughs> I can tell car. you that, that they do oh, not have the distance, <laughs> not even fucking remotely. Kid science, man. Kid well, yeah, science. ham radio could pick up a signal from like the other side of the world. Okay. So anyway, what they, the, they do that? <laughs> no, there's relays. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's repeaters. They're yeah. called repeaters. You can do it if you have a powerful enough signal. This is absolutely true. But I really don't think a kid's built runs on a battery. Runs on a battery because you that. know you know yes. that the story with the Russian signal is derivative from something that happened in real life, right? No. So there's there's a, a, re, a you signal. You talk about like number stations and stuff. Yeah. So there's a signal on repeat that's in Russian, and they translated it, and it sounds like those are a, those are broad, broadcast shortwave, and they were actually usually very close to the, so, their intended targets. But there's some where they they don't know where they're coming from. Still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. You can broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that that's like a sport. Like people, not sport, but like a pastime. People go yeah. and like take these radios and like just search through every little, every little possible signal mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the band that they can possibly find, just yeah. to try and find some mystery signal. Well, yeah, because God, here we go. All right, so <laughs> um, it's sad that you I got know. him. You got him start on radio waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. Well, he's he's a radio guy. He should know. <laughs> okay, so the a lot of the those radio signals, like number stations, things yeah. like that. Um, everyone's always like oh man they were like super secret agent stuff it's like well yeah first off they were and they a no lot longer. of a lot of agent no yeah still uh because yeah. the thing is that they're so reliably easy to use and so difficult to crack because you need to be tuned in on the frequency that they're broadcasting you need to know the cipher which nobody has except for the person that's intended for yeah. and it broadcasts at predetermined times that nobody knows about so they're yeah. like almost impossible to fucking crack. Yeah, but for anybody they, who hasn't but, heard heard of this, it's basically like you, they'll find these mystery stations, and a lot of times it'll just be somebody in Russian or even in English that just reading off a number like zero, zero. As an IT one, guy, I, I, I want to argue, but in I think this argument will go way off board if I do this on the it's, podcast. It's, so. it's, going, it's going to. <laughs> we can do we can do this as a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but ultimately, what it comes down to is that it is a very reliable, the nuances of shortwave radio. Yes, it's a very reliable. <laughs> method to get a message to agents in an area mm-hmm. 
without broadcasting where they are, who they are. Because you can buy like a radio to intercept that signal from can like I, a fucking Canadian can, tire. Like, okay, you might want to cut this out and add it as like an uh, an end probably point. Probably not. Just, <laughs> just, just, just hammer mm, through. Probably really not gonna. Move along. Okay, so. That's not exactly true the way you think you are because every wireless signal you could detect its strength. Therefore, with only three positions, you could identify the central point of any radio signal. Thus, triangulation. Yeah. Calls. Triangulation. So it is very easy to identify where it's coming from. Doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you why in it, a second, uh, but go on. Okay. So it's very easy to identify because you could identify with, with three positions exactly where okay. it is in space. Yep. That one. Second of all... Um, identifying a code, even if it's like a verbal code, you know, like they kind of do in Stranger Things, the links, you know, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That is also very easy to predict with computers nowadays. Mm-hmm. You can take a very quick example of this, uh, you know, um, uh, oh my God, what the hell's the name of that program? Turner. Yeah. Um, Turner? Turning? I know. Tur- Turing. 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 I know what you're talking Alan about. Alan Turing. Just move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so code so if you want to create a code codes are easy to crack now the only way you can do it the only way you can do is if you can create a code that a computer cannot crack and that can only be done with high-end mathematics that requires a computer to generate a more powerful mm-hmm. computer to generate yeah. which is what we call encryption the problem yeah. so that you you're the problem that you're running into is you're running on a lot of assumptions the ways that these are usually used and this has been confirmed by the people who've just retired from agencies is they are usually used as a next day Thing or ver- like within a couple of hours of a target, mm. they will broadcast. Oh, I see what you're saying. They broadcast, and the encryptions are actually pretty good, just because of the fact is like you have no idea what the relevance you, is. You have one hour to decrypt this. And yeah. it, and you it's don't a, quite but have it's a number. Se- it's a number sequence, so it's not like hey, like there is a bunch of words that you can kind of puzzle out and figure it out. The numbers are references to a cipher that you already have on, in your hand. Sure, but if you don't know what those numbers correlate to, there's no way to decode yeah. it. They could, it. They could just be using Pig Latin. Russians haven't cracked if it yet. It's with, wait, by the way, and this is because that's exactly how <laughs> encryption works on a computer. If you have yeah. an encryption of less than basically 128 characters, 128 bits. So if your encryption formula is less than 128 characters, mm-hmm. like the, the solution, like the, the number of numbers you're using, we can crack that in three seconds. I'm going to guarantee you that you're wrong, but okay. I will. I will show I, you I, later I, on. I, this is not for the pot. Like, yeah, that's why t- I, mean, I didn't really want to. So get into we can it. talk I, about I, it. We can talk about yeah. it later on because it's relevant to. I got some things, more important yeah. points like, to bring up here, but it's something that we should that. talk yeah. about. So I think we should probably get into probably the most serious point that we're going to discuss in in this episode, which is um, we got to talk about the MILF Brigade. Oh, I didn't realize that was um, episode one to three. I didn't realize that was the Wheeler mother at the start. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. She looked so different. I don't know why. Oh, she, she's the queen milf. She's the queen milf. Yeah, obviously. Billy tried to get her. <laughs> oh man. I mean, if Billy's going for her, you know, you know that's quality milf. That's quality right? milf. I'm just gonna throw that out there. All right. So the the showrunners, the Russo, the, the Russo brothers, <laughs> the Duffer brothers, they knew exactly what they were doing. The Russo brothers have never presented us with a great milf. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Honestly, now. I was I and I was way more attracted to Heather. Which one, wait? Which one was Heather? She was the second of the flayed. The lifeguard. Oh, yeah. It's because she was the lifeguard. You have this, this fascination Maybe. with lifeguards. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, first, I obviously, that. was Billy. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, he was the yeah, most attractive. Yeah, you, you, were, you were most attractive to Billy. Yeah. All oiled up, man. Actually, I hate his curly hair. If he had nicer hair, he'd look like a better looking guy. <laughs> it was great, man. I just hate curly hair. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, he was on point in he was on that point. episode, too, man. It was great. He, he, is a gr- he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. What a great scene, too. What a great oh, scene. phenomenal. Yeah. I I, like, I I don't know why, but I kind of got a reminder of, I don't it wasn't Goonies, it was, um, I forget the name of the movie, there was one where the guy was trying to get kissed by the lifeguard, so he it's like, Sandlot, 
Sandlot. That's what it was. They, they should have referenced it. Yeah, it they, totally they, they had a golden the opportunity there for somebody to act like they're drowning just to get kissed by the lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they could. They could have just done to get it. kissed by Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I but it's one of the milfs. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I totally saw that scene oh, playing out. He I just rewrote this whole thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the season two point seven five that's gonna come out. So pretty excited about that. So and then uh, also episode five. Another serious question. Which to one pose was here. episode five exactly? Um, they all kind of blurred. Episode away. five. I can give you a quick description of what this was about. What was it? I read, it was called The Flayed. Hopper oh, yeah. and Joyce discover one of the abandoned properties is a hidden laboratory. They get into a fight with Grigori, right? So that's it's that one where Grigori first knocks out Hopper. Yeah, so, so like episode. Russian Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah Russian, yeah, Russian, See, I, I Russian thinking, Terminator. Yeah, Russian Terminator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Russian Schwarzenegger. So, yeah. so here's the totally thing. Got it's what he fucking looks and sounds like. Yes. I don't understand why people in this town at this time are so angry when they have to get up to answer a phone. They are raging. So first off was Billy's younger sister. What's her name? I forget Max. her sister. Max. Max. Very pissed when she has to get up to answer the phone. And then uh, Jonathan, also very pissed when he has to get up and answer the phone. A guy who's like a working reporter. Do you know what your main problem is? Well, he what? wasn't working then, was he? He wasn't. No. Oh, yeah. That's why he was pissed. <laughs> you have to understand, um, when was the last time you got up to answer your phone and had to go anywhere other than a step away? You can just talk to it now, man. Yeah. Like so nowadays, there's no get up to get your phone. Back then, it was, I got to get up. There's probably one I, phone I re- in the whole house. I remember the vitriol that would come out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to play some fucking Stark or some Lineage 2. No, yeah. you know, you know, no, I do answer the phone every time now because there's always the chance that some someone is going to try and leave a voicemail. And voicemail is literally my worst enemy in my life. I hate voicemail more than any piece of technology that still exists from, like, the 90s. Like, just stop. Just stop. Send me a text. Like, yeah. why, are you, why are you recording a voice? I'm not going to listen to you talk exclusively for, like, 35 to 45 seconds. You could probably get the same message across in, a ha- in like, three words in a text. I'd rather receive a carrier pigeon. I, I fucking hate voicemail. I hate listening to it. I hate having to delete it. I hate all the calls from, like, uh, oh, man, what I get calls from, uh, like, the alarm company at random times. And a lot of times there's just some technical issue that's already known. I'll get six calls, and it'll just all go to voicemail. It's so annoying, man. So annoying. So, anyway, that's my rant about voicemail. It needs to go away. See, so Send that's me a text. why they're angry because they know that if they either they either have to pick up the phone, yeah, or they have to get a voicemail. No, the no answering machine back then. The other was little tapes. Oh yeah, yeah, even worse. So you'd have to like flip it, and you'd have to like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Nancy. What was that number? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you liked my 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 tapes. My yeah, it was, was, was yeah, that's what it sounded relatively like. accurate. <laughs> The younger crowd won't know what that is listening now. But yeah. They used to they used to make uh, there there was recording devices that would record onto magnetic tape. Yeah, so. it's kind of like yeah, because that's tape. gonna help them understand exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like Good scotch job, tape, Alex. but not sticky. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what we used to use technology wise, that yeah, yeah. Oh it's sad. God. We have a sad fucking history, guys. Move along. <laughs> so uh, that's that's basically the last of my very important notes. <laughs> so. Uh, where do they go from here? Maybe that's the best question to ask. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be a season four, they've already said. I don't even feel like there has to be. Like, I, I felt like, uh, say, if it, say if this was meant to be the final season, I think it was a fine ending point. See, see I recall during season one, there was a, I'm not sure if it was a rumor or if it was somebody, something somebody said but they said that there's no guarantee that season two was even going to deal with the same people. 
that was something I remember distinctly mm. hearing. It would be a yeah. whole new mystery, whole new thing. Like the maybe next, even a whole new time era. I would have. Yes. I would have. They, uh, uh, I want true that detective to, style. Yes. Yeah, I want that to happen for Stranger Things. See, I want that because I, I'd rather I want like aliens and extraterrestrials to be part of the story at some point. Um, I don't think it needs to even go there, but like the that's just like, what I want. I think that the majority <laughs> of the cast can effectively be cut right now, and maybe one or two characters carry over, like to like kind of loop them in. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that we need to continue. No. Yeah. Well, but, well guys, all new theory for you. Yeah. So they have. Now, I mean, it's, it's a little rough after a third season, but if you'd started off its first season, it would have been a lot easier. So you have your season four, whole new cast, whole mm-hmm. new story. Still a Stranger Things, still the government kind of tied in, conspiracy theory, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of what they have now. Yeah. Uh, fifth season, again, a whole different cast even from the one I just and mentioned. And then ensemble casting? And then or? ensemble casting. You got it. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the, they, uh, they savage. Could, to be honest, uh, they, they could do it. Um, and I think it could be properly done, but I think that more likely we're going to see obviously the same characters, stuff like that. The real question now is like, okay, is there going to be multiple sites and, and what are they going to really fight at this point? But when I was thinking about it, uh, there was one, one concept that kind of rang true in my mind where I think that what we're going to start to see is that they've done so much damage to this barrier at this point that mm-hmm. things are just going to start fucking up because like that veil is so thin in the first place yeah. and that humans have been fucking with it for so long now this is going to be where like new gates are opening and like they're opening they need, up their own volition they need the world it, right now it's just like a few monsters have come through they need the world to come through so at some point hawkins there's like you know a building you can see because the, the the upside down is kind of like black and veiny if you will right it's, it's very tentacly and yeah. overrun and uh and there's like this uh, dust particles always yep. in the air they need to start bringing the world the, the worlds are merging yeah that's kind of what i'm kind yeah. of what I'm like and we're seeing that though like in the season we have moments where people are experiencing the upside down yeah while they're in the real world and but it's only through visions is like it that. though I I took it as that. I mean, that's how I think we're supposed to take it. But I think that there is a. I think they're connected to that world, therefore they're like perceiving that world. Right, but and, and that's not there. That's likely what it is. But I always felt like it was them accidentally stepping through a weakened location, yeah, okay. and then they kind of it kind of elastics them back because yeah, it yeah. realizes where you're not supposed to be there. And then pulls them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're tied to their. Reality. It's like it's like a um like a scientific force, like where your particles are not supposed to be part of a different reality. Yeah, so they get snapped back. Sure. Kind of like that theory. Hmm. There's a wider theory. There's, there, there's a there's a couple of theories that are floating out there right now about what may happen in season four. Okay. So I'll go over a couple of them here. So one of them it has to do with, um, one fan out there, and this was posted and it's gained a little bit of a little bit of momentum. People are interested in it anyway and discussing it. Is that uh, because of the Russian ties that ultimately Eleven or the battle between Eleven and things from the Upside Down ultimately caused something like Chernobyl or some sort of disaster that happened? Mm. Because the the final season of the series happen? it happens the year after this huh. this series just just aired. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah so I could so see there that. could be there there could potentially be a tie in there, which would be interesting. It wasn't a nuclear meltdown. It was. 
or we, was a yeah, World Cup, but they, caused they, by something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe maybe they had to melt it down or to close the gate to permanently to or something. something. Or, or to kill something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that could potentially okay. be a part of it. And then the second one is really interesting. I didn't realize that they didn't season one. You remember Dr. Brenner, played yeah. by Matt Modine, so Papa to, to Eleven, basically. Yeah. So they never actually show him die on screen. So there's yes. there's it's it's kind of been established throughout interviews since then that, that he's kind of still alive and somewhere out there. Uh, so he could potentially be the American. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he could who's be being held American. at the yeah. end. Mm. And then remember at the end they 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 kind of highlight again Hopper talking about leave the door open three inches or whatever. And yes. then just before just before he looks back at uh, at Joyce before his supposed end, right? Yeah. The the gate is basically still open like three inches, right, into the upside down. It's so still there's still light coming yeah, out. Yeah. So of he it. Pot- and they don't show yeah. a body or anything like that. So potentially he could have escaped into the upside down. Right. He could still, by the way, that's what I expected. Yeah. I expected that he he got blasted through it. Yeah. Like he yeah. like essentially the, the force shot him back. Right. But I don't like that theory because we saw the other scientists get vaporized. Yes. So that's why I don't like that. Because like, right. that's that is that is indicative of plot armor. Uh, see, where I could understand that, and this is one thing I thought of as a solution potentially. Unless the unless the scientists also got war. So hold on, you know Maybe. the science. Remember the whole science. This is the reason I thought it was Ho- Hopper. By the way, yeah, is because remember at the end of credit scene, they grab the guy. And he's like, "I was there. I'm innocent. Yes. It wasn't me." That is also. What I, I thought. think that they somehow. All of the pe- all of the scientists who get destroyed by yeah. this artifact, maybe in the Russian version when the gate wasn't fully open, yeah, they just get vaporized. They couldn't go anywhere. Something bad happens. Yeah. But whereas in the American side, because the gate is open, instead of uh, instead of vaporizing being the only thing that happens, they somehow do get shunted. Because that was like four months later, so anything could have happened. Maybe they get shunted somewhere else, and the Russians found them somehow. Yeah. Or they just got shunted to Russia. I don't know. But. They not only does Hopper survive, but so do the, the scientists. Yeah. See, yeah, if, that, if if that two... was my first thing when I saw that sci- that guy too, because he's like, I was like, he's Russian and he has a fear of what's about to happen. But when hmm. he sees the the Demogorgon, he knows what it is. Yes, yeah. like you can tell that he this guy's not freaking out because what the fuck is that? Because most people when they're faced with that, lock up. Right. Yeah. He knows what's coming. Yeah. And I'm like. The only way he knows is what co- what's coming is if he has some knowledge of the upside down. Yeah. Correct. And I'm like, that that is what led me to that theory. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Then that is the prevalent reason for thinking that that's Hop. Yes, that mm. is my link. And to I it. and I I get it. I don't want that to be the link though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Okay. And I, I guess the other thing would be, you know, for whatever happens in season four, and we're talking about which characters they could carry forward, which ones they, they wouldn't necessarily need to. I mean, I guess my question would be, like, which characters have kind of already seen their story arcs resolved? You know what I mean? Like, who who would even have something to carry over at this point, other Very than maybe, true. like, Finn Wolfhard or, or Mike, right? Most uh, of them. Trying to reunite with Eleven. still got something left to deal with. Well, yeah, yeah. And she um, left. She left in a bad place with Mike. So maybe you know. Ultimately, they do end up together. Um, right? I, no, they. Okay yeah, they, they. I think that they. They made up. Fine. They're just. They're just going to have a tough time with the whole long distance thing. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. They did a good job though. They did a good job yeah. tying that up. So I think they tied up pretty much all the characters. Just L has some has a problem to deal with. With she still has to sort of discover, especially now without her powers, she has to rediscover who she is. Yeah. So that's a whole journey in and of itself. But are they really gone? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either they're gonna elastic back, they're gonna come back for some yeah. event. Or I, th- I think they had to remove her powers just so this season could end a different way. Well, so. it could be a sign that. No. Remember, this could be a sign that the gate is truly closed. Oh, I see. What her you're powers saying. could. But be her, her powers went away though before before it was closed. So that's why I'm thinking it's just some sort of device that they used to make Touché. sure that so, every everyone else played a role in resolving this particular yeah, crisis. Touche. Okay. Yeah. 
so there's there's some fun stuff there, right? Because her powers have been developing and developing and developing. And the way there's two ways to look at this. One, they've hit the reset button on L and her powers have effectively left. And yep. the reason is because they're like, okay, you're too powerful. Yeah. You need to get mm-hmm. super Oh, and they do show her picture. with the can. And they do the flashback to where she crushes the can. But in the yes. present, the can just sort of, you she, just hear vibrations. No, it doesn't, I don't think that it it doesn't do anything. Okay. But yeah, she she does, you do hear her yeah, power hear. activating. Yeah. But it's not affecting things. Got it. Right. Um, But I, I have a theory about that too, but I don't think it's right. Um. So the whole thing is, that I honestly think it's a plot device to make it so that when going yes. to the next season, that she's going to be weak again. Yeah, I thought it. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought the combination too. It was designed to. I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. The question is, how are they going to write it in? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think that's going to be a. We'll have to wait and see. Doctor Brenner has to come back, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, or or maybe, I honestly think, and I and I don't believe that this is actually true, but I think it's that. Not that her powers are gone. I think that they went a level above her understanding. Oh, and maybe she's yeah, not yeah. affecting the real yeah, world. Yeah. She's affecting the upside down. Yeah. Instead, that so was why interesting it's interesting twist. you say that because even That's even cool. at the end, yeah, because even at the end when it seems like she doesn't have the telekinesis anymore, so she's still actually able to get inside Billy's head and to bring him back to that experience. Yes. Huh. Exactly. Interesting. I, interesting. I took that as I like she that theory. was remembering it. Yeah. But May, you might I mean, be right. You actually know. You, no, they, they were still like mind melded somehow, though. Yeah, right? no, that's yeah, a good yeah. point. You, you guys are. Yeah, that's really. Yeah. So yeah. I, huh. I'm. I, good job, Rob. Like, I'm on I, that boat. I don't think that that's actually what's happening. <laughs> that's not the way they're going to go. But no. it's clearly a direction they could go, and it's an. Duffer Brothers, one. please listen to what we're saying <laughs> oh, to no, you like, right now. No, write. No, write something good. Don't listen to us. <laughs> like, I, like if if what we happen to say just happens to be good, and you run somewhere with it, that's great. But just make quality writing. We don't care where it more, goes. As long more milfs. Yes. More milfs in bathing suits. More don't writing. Listen to Alex, just write something good. <laughs> <laughs> more demogorgons. <laughs> I think that that's going to be. More Dungeons and Dragons. They're, the thing is, the demogorgons now have just become the mook fucks. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, remember I told you, diorats. They're diorats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've explained hilarious. this. You I explained this last podcast. That. Every creature that you encounter in a tabletop becomes irrelevant eventually. They're the boss yeah, at yeah. one point, and then become the mooks later. The first yes. diorite you fight, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know what we're going to do, guys. This thing, yeah. is, this thing is like 20 pounds, and it's an asshole. And then you, <laughs> and then you level up a few times, and it's like, snap of the fingers, and it's fucking gone. That's true, though. Yeah. but you, snap, you cast one spell, and you kill all of them on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> the real question we need to be asking is, and, and this uh, runs into my theory of, okay, so there is clearly another gate somewhere. This is why I'm thinking this. is Not only that if Hop did survive and stuff like that, but they have a Demogorgon. Yep. The fact that they even have one not in the U.S. Somewhere. is that somehow they were pulling things out of the Upside Down. I figured, they could remember they had the cage. No, hold on. They had the cage in the Star Court lab. Remember that's when she, that's, the little girl was like, "How big did you say the the demigorgon was? Uh, About nine feet." And there was a cage of it. So I suspect that they got that demigorgon out of Starcourt Mall. See, I that, that I think that that is certainly possible. We have seen the truck come and go, mm. but at the same time, there's some discrepancies there. And I think that the the nine foot cage, yes, like as a clean tie together, yes, I agree with you. However. How would the Russians know the dimension of the Demogorgon? They didn't. How, think, but how would they know to even go and get it? I don't think they did. I think either it came out or they were just exploring and discovered it and went, let's fucking trap it. 
Maybe. But I, I don't think it was intentional to find it. I think it, they just did. I think that there is multiple facilities, and in one facility, they're like, there's this creature that we found. And if you guys can go ahead and get that, that's a good thing to show yeah. that we are we on the right. We can turn these into armies. Yes. Yeah. We, we will well, use think, these creatures to fight the Americans. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's all, honestly what it, what it's leading to, right? These things are what can weaponize. Right? Oh, sure. dude. But Sure. I got this. I got this. He seems pretty confident. I don't know. I think he so got this. So this whole, all of what's going on has sort of been informed between the, the, the Cold War. Yep. USSR versus um, America. Mm-hmm. Do you think the moon has a gate? Because remember, that was a part of the Cold War. Mm. Yeah. Was getting to the moon. Yeah, that's... Mm. Okay, that's... Interesting. The moon is a gate. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just... Take this, take this mm. idea of the the Cold War and just yeah. ramp it up. Cthulhu comes out of the moon. <laughs> okay, that's kind of cool. You know, um, I he, mm. you just see the tentacles shadow across yeah, yeah, yeah. Cthulian yeah. tentacles you, you shadow know, over the moon. It really Hawkins could be wiped out. It, it really could be the dark side of the moon, right? I'm just fucking around. I, I just, mean, maybe that's where the power for the upside down comes from. Uh, yeah, no, I don't like. That I think idea. I think the moral of the story is American malls are just fronts for underground Russian laboratories, where they're <laughs> seeking into parallel dimensions. See, and I <laughs> took it as clearly malls uh, destroy communities because <laughs> they bring the Russians into our homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Red Army into our homes. Yeah, it's all just it's all just a front, people. Uh, yeah, and and they clearly they ruin people's jobs. They they malls are the devil. The very Haw- very Hawkins obvious. Hawkins downtown. Annihilated. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely annihilated. Not. Yeah, yeah. yeah first, first it's a shitty mayor who's a great actor. Uh, then it's yeah. Carrie was underutilized. I'm just gonna go ahead and say as, yeah. as the mayor of Hawkins. That's okay. Uh, though. Huh. I wonder then is it maybe gonna be that somebody is bringing the upside down to Hawkins because they're like, hey, it's an improvement at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking shithole. Oh, just wait till Walmart moves in. Gonna oh, make this, shit. <laughs> gonna make this a literal shithole in a second. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought of like Walmart greeters at the gate. Hi, Demi Gorkin. Welcome to Hawkins. Yeah, Love yeah. you. <laughs> uh, hey, here's a question actually. Um, think back. Did we actually see the gate close? Uh, no, you saw what you see, like, uh, you it's still see a light coming out of it. Silver so, of light. Yeah, so it, it is implied uh-huh. it's closed. We were just saying it doesn't look like it's fully closed. Yeah, because. And that's a comment of the it, leave well, the door three inches. Yeah. Right, no, and that's fine, but there's um, something to be said about that because, like, at one point, the American gate was sustained without needing mm-hmm. to blast it. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And we never saw the closing of this gate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at this point, it's probably sustaining itself. Yeah. I, I think the suspicion, I, I think the design is that this gate didn't reach critical mass enough to sustain itself. But we don't know. But we don't know. They, they were closer to doing that in season two. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so that's Stranger Things season three. Definitely a watch. But be aware that it's no longer. It is an action. You know the villain. You can't. You don't know the exact plot, like what the villain's going to do. Obviously, you do now if you listen to this. But you know that you know. Oh, he's a bad guy. He wants to destroy everything. Yeah. It's not a what's going on. Who is this? Yeah. Yeah. 
before we wrap though, because we can't go an episode without doing it, what have you been playing and watching? Oh, I was I was gonna say for my for mine, I'm just gonna say for next week because I've been playing uh, Dragon Quest Builders two on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So I got to choose between that and Super Mario Maker two, and I'm a total weeb, so I chose uh, Dragon Quest Builders two, and I'm loving it so far. So I'll deliver a full review for next week as I mean, a feature item. Mario also comes from Japan, so kind of a. F- anyway, Mario doesn't make you a weeb. So build, building slimes in the piles Thanks makes you weeb. <laughs> um, I've got, uh, I picked up for our little, you know, I picked up a Mario Kart to kind of play with people for the Switch. Oh, hell yeah, man. And Great game. I discovered that basically I've played Mario Kart two or three times yeah. um, in the last like eight years. Mm-hmm. And I turned out I'm some type of autistic master at that game. I, <laughs> awesome. I don't understand awesome. how I always have been ever since that. ever since I first played on Super yeah. Nintendo. I've always been good at the game. And I, I just kind of realize now, oh, there aren't very many people that have beaten me very obviously. Even the one time I tried on the Switch at your place, Rob, mm-hmm. I won like my my second match. Yeah, something like that. And we were always close. And that was my second time playing. And you, you and Asha had been playing. So... I, I'm just found out I'm some type of weird autistic. Me and Roger are usually blitz though. When we're that is a it. fair point. Yeah. There's a yeah. dude. There's a shit ton of content in that game too. Tons of racers. Tons mm-hmm. of cars. Tons of parts. Tons yeah, unfortunately, of with Switch, it's all unlocked pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So except yeah. for the vehicles, well, except, except for, for some the of vehicles, the vehicles. Yeah. So I'm unlocking the vehicles, but uh, that takes yeah. forever, dude. There's so much. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, pl- yeah. I'm so far. I'm playing through. That's what Rob came in when he when we picked me up for the podcast. Amanda and I were playing through all of the. Uh, trophies, so mm-hmm. I can get the three stars. Yep, I want to be clear, so I can get the three stars. And <laughs> she did get first place in one of them, and I looked at her and went, "You realize you just fucked us out of the three stars, right?" She goes, "Yeah, but it was worth it just to, <laughs> just to win to against you." <laughs> so out of like twelve, what twelve a savage out of out of like four of the trophies, which I think is four races. Yeah, she beat yeah. me once, and That's she's amazing. like, "It's totally worth it." Fuck you. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, Hats amazing. off That's to marriage. her, by the way. Boom. That is For, well played. Yeah, oh yeah, she she was so happy. I I five five. That's her. amazing. Like, this is great. That is like that is the the most entertaining shit is when you're know that there is something you're about to fuck up by winning, and you go, "Yeah, but fuck I'm that guy." <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's nothing to do with that specific situation, but the overall theme of that situation is awesome. Some wives just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> That's really what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It really comes down to just fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and everything you That's stand amazing. For. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll take yeah. the whole building down if it means I if it means no one wins. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so That's pretty much it for me. That I've been watching Good Omens, so I'm I'm getting. That's right. You did it. say you started. Well, I finished the book, right? Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm watching that show now. You'll have to let me know how it co- how you think it compares to because I never read the book, but I did watch the show and I love it. They're different. There's some very stark differences. Okay. Um, but I I got to finish this series first. Yeah, but let me like, know. We'll talk. Overall, about it. it's it's very much in line. So it's it seems good and and very much like how it was explained before. The show is like the best hits, mm. like the greatest hits of the book. Got it. So yeah, uh, I obviously audiobook that I went through. I didn't actually read it. Sure. Um, Who reads anymore? Work right. Um, book was fantastic. Show so far has been fantastic. I'm not worried about where it's going. It's going to probably be great. Um, also, I've been playing, or I'm sorry, I haven't been playing, but I'm about to be playing. A game called Streets of Rogue. If you haven't looked at it like Streets of Rage. If you haven't looked at it yet, you probably should. Streets of Rogue? Yes. Okay. Uh, Um What what genres? Think a top down pixel game. Okay. Okay. Pixel kill think like uh um 
What was the, there was a game that came out recently. There was like a mashup of like Grand Theft Auto and a bunch of other games. Uh, Retro City Rampage. Oh yeah, that one that I've never heard okay, of. Okay, yeah. right, right. Wow, really? No. You have not heard of that? You would love that game. Yeah. You specifically would love Retro City Rampage. Look it up. It's All a right. great game. Yeah, I've played it on two consoles. I think. Right. Okay. Uh, it's look on the it Switch, up. I think now too. If it is, buy it on the Switch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's you, on the no, Switch. No, buy it on the Switch if it is. Okay. It's 100% worth text it on me the, the Switch. Text me the name so I can remember it later. Retro City Rampage. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try and text you. Yeah. yeah. Um, remind me after this. Uh, I'll remind of, you to remind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Streets of Rogue. <laughs> yeah, it's on, it's on the Switch. It is? Sweet. Yep. Get it on the Switch. Uh, Streets of Rogue is uh, like a top-down retro like Grand Theft Auto beat-em-up. Okay. But there is a lot of RPG elements to it. And it's co-op as so well. So it's kind of like oh, what nice. you get if you mix uh, Grand Theft, like the old top-down Grand Theft Auto, yes. with a roguelike. Yes, it's exactly what it is. Okay, it's well, exactly cool. what it is. That's really cool. And the the, the premise, city's randomly generated then. Uh, yeah, it's procedural. The mission, all the missions are procedural. Crazy. The story is that the you're trying to take down the mayor <laughs> because the mayor has banned a lot of awesome stuff. And just recently fuck banned, uh, I think, chicken wings. Or <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Essentially, what the that's game the is. Fucking, the, that's the, 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 the Like the game does not take itself seriously no, at obviously all. Obviously not. Which is great because, like, right at the beginning, when you're in the tutorial, like the tutorial guy gets too hyped or something and dies because he explodes, like internal combustion. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It's very nice other, and then this other guy came in and he's like, yeah, sorry about that. He gets really excited. And I guess he's gone now, but. <laughs> So either way, they, they teach you the game. It's got a lot of really cool RPG elements to it, like picking locks and stuff like that okay. and uh, and hacking and stuff like that. But yeah. the game quite literally doesn't care to the point where you can become a zombie and start eating other people. They become zombies and Hell they yeah. fight for you. So it becomes like almost like a Stubbs the Zombie game. It's cool. Like there's a bunch of different stuff in it though, like cannibalism yeah. and thieving and hacking and stuff like that. Like you could be hacker man, nice. pretty much. Speaking right. of so, like intentional throwback retro games, did you ever play Saturday Morning RPG? Yeah, everyone's played Saturday Morning RPG. Yes, yeah. super. Everyone. Good. You have not played Saturday Morning. Yes. How are I, you? I, I have heard of this game. He's like <laughs> everyone else in this group. Oh I am God. no different than you. <laughs> I am in. I am in with the crowd of. Cool kids. Okay, good, good, good. I thought maybe for a second, split second, you hadn't played it potentially. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we were. No, I have also. For a second, I thought one of the humans survived. Like Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you worried me there, man. <laughs> yes, the humans. For we are lizard folk. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> Did you just call us fucking lizard folk. Lizard people. <laughs> anyway, um, lizard humans. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, uh, looks like a good game. I'm going to get around to playing it at some point here. I'll probably by next week, so I'll kind of talk more about it then. Uh, other than that, watching more Daria. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> sweet. Uh, which I still highly recommend. It's like it's weirdly entertaining yeah. to watch. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah. I'm also much. watching at least three reality shows that I believe are all called Sex Island. So all over reality TV right Jesus, now. Jesus, yeah. you're in reality TV. Sorry, did you just accidentally subscribe to Pornhub or something? <laughs> no, it no, sounds like a Pornhub They're series. all shows about people who go to an island and just start hooking up. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yep. I, I... But, for, but for various reasons. Different shows. Yeah, you're right. One, you're right. One's a stepbrother. Yeah. The other one's a stepmother. Yes. The other one's the 
uh, one of the the only islands mechanic. Uh, <laughs> the other one's the only islands pizza delivery guy who's that, also the mechanic. That would be infinitely more interesting than what it actually. The is. other one's the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Why why don't they take these shows to the next level where they bring everybody on? It's like yeah, man, it's like Sex Island, whatever. You know, we're gonna have this whole production stuff like that. But like literally, the people know that are being subjected to this. They're actually got a bunch of like Hollywood actors to do zombies. Yeah. And like they just like all of a sudden like zombie outbreak, but like they don't tell the people who are in the show that it's a zombie outbreak. So the problem it's is that they would kill. Brilliant. They would they would kill actors, right? There that's what would ha- well, that's what would happen. Well, yeah, probably they would. Yeah, yeah. There was a show that was supposed <laughs> Stop to be the cars start plowing people over. Yeah, there was a show that was supposed to be like a you know there's you know the the Bear Grylls survival yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. There was one, but it was specifically designed on how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Wait. Uh, continue. I just, no, thought, I just thought of a way. And to that's kind of what they did to these people. They're like, "Hey, you're a bunch of survivalists in a post-apocalyptic world. How do yeah. you survive?" And then, like in the third or fourth episode of the season, like a few zombie, like actors and zombie show. They didn't have. They weren't allowed to have guns or weapons or anything yeah. like that. And they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" They they knew it was actors. And yeah. They, they, well, they didn't realize it at the first time. But the thing but is, like, the show had no premise at all to anything with fucking zombies. And like, just out of left field, Kim Kardashian had to deal with the zombies suddenly. Yeah, I don't know, man. No, it it would be no. This would actually work because what you could do is two of the quote contestants in the show could be like cued into the fact that this is a show. They're actors too, right? Yeah. And then basically what they're doing is like they kind of direct people so that none of none of the zombie actors die. During filming, see the the only There's way still, still too much they chaos. Can, they can still, much... but yeah, but that's the fun part. They can um, get away. With it. <laughs> not if I'm the zombie. It's not the fun <laughs> part. I think like it would have to be a lot of really well placed blocking. Like they, the zombies would always be on the other side of a barricade or somewhere. Yeah. Out no, of, no, 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 no. But there could be like, there to... could be a build up to it. So like over like over the course of the season, weird things happen. Right, weird things happen, and then the actors there are no fucking knives anywhere. Yeah, and the actors have to nerf the set, right? So they'd have to be like killing, like they'd have to be cutting the battery on cars and stuff like that. Yeah, so like like, one of the actors just like disappears. Yeah, right, and one of the and and they so it's a contestant, and they all think like, oh, this contestant's gone or whatever. Then they just find like a hand on the beach or something like that, and they're like, oh fuck, like they fell in, I got eaten by sharks or something, right? And then they kind of direct the story that way. Yeah, dude, interesting. This show would be so fucking meta. Like this, this would be brilliant. The 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 thing is like, it's a you just came up with the best idea for show. No, you come up with a show like that. It's not like it's not it's not. Dude, I'd watch the the fuck out of the show. The problem is the actors would either have to be clued in. They would have to be gluing because, first of all, there are entire um, union problems on that one. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. There's actors in the show, but the contestants aren't actors. There's regular people who uh, think they're going on a yeah, dating that's, show. That's, that's but only, only, certain... only. No, no, I don't think it is because we get them to sign shit when they sign on. People sign anything when they sign on to this stuff, true. I think. So you're, you're supposed to go on a contestant. It, it, the, it's Survivor. You are supposed to go on Survivor. You're like, fucking yeah. It's I'm not Survivor, though. Hold on. Yeah. It's Sex to, Island. I get that. You're supposed to go on Survivor. And then suddenly. <laughs> You find out that it's not just Survivor, it's you have to do the show Bridezilla. And you're like, what the fuck? I don't want to be doing this. Or I would, or I would you enjoy Bridezilla. I would personally enjoy show. Bridezilla. Or you have to do some racially charged, mm, insultive show. Like I people mean, are insulting me? No. no, no, no. Because I'm like I mean, white, like, so that's pretty easy to it's, do. It's a no. runaway, it's a runaway <laughs> idea. It's something anyway. you don't... That, it, Suddenly, this is not something I'm comfortable with. Oh, I see what you're I'm saying. I'm trying to imply the actors. Oh, would that's but that's be why you get them to sign a whole bunch of shit that they don't read yeah, before they go that. into it. Yeah, you, you sure you, you can. Actually, you, you, to, you totally can, dude. Uh, I'm from point. America. They can do. They can get you to sign anything, <laughs> okay, bro. Uh, they can get you to sign anything. Case in point, why that can happen, Borat. 
uh, look oh, at that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I guess you could pull something off. Yeah. Have you ever seen their uh, their uh, release waiver? It's hilarious. It's like maybe a paragraph, <laughs> and they had people sign it. It's like, so and it's funny. like totally safe. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, w- it doesn't really matter. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like a funny idea. Yeah. But uh, I'm interested to see um, what we've got next week because, like I said, I've got a couple of things I want to take a look cool. at game wise. Cool. And yeah, uh, next week will be game heavy, I think. So that's my hunch. Oh, uh, really quick, how did Pathfinder character die during my Sunday sessions? Your Pathfinder character, y- not my character. No, but a character. Oh, because this is the session you're running. Oh uh, yeah, session I'm okay. running. Uh, one person was. Uh, they encountered an illusory wall. Hmm. An illusory wall. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so they lead up to it was that there was a area, there was a hallway, and it was mm-hmm. like a oil slicked hallway. And they're like, okay. But there's like no other obvious trap. So they took a crate out of another room and they pushed the crate along the oil slick to see what happens. Runs into the far wall and disappears. They're like, okay. Detect magic, detect magic. Illusion. Okay, mm. probably an illusion illusion wall. They end up getting a bunch of dirt and stuff and like kind of diffusing the uh, oil slicks so they can get across. They go to interact with the wall and all of them are failing their saves. Ooh, that so sucks. they're like, no, it's a wall. But one person's like stuck on this thing and she keeps throwing boxes through this fucking wall being like, how are the boxes going through if it's in the real wall? Gets to the point where somebody actually takes the character because they're getting irritated with her and throws her through the wall. <laughs> when that happens, they realize what's been going on is that it's been falling into a pit, obviously, but in the pit is a gray ooze. Oh, no. <laughs> they just threw their caster. This is something of two horror shit. <laughs> they just threw their caster into a pit with a gray ooze. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> it gets to the point where the caster is essentially abandoned by the cleric who went down <laughs> Safer. Oh my god. The caster dies. The cleric almost dies. Like everybody is just like running around like mad people. <laughs> and it was just like there was a, a moment in time where you could tell that the players who know what they're doing are having like an aneurysm because they're like, Why is my party so dysfunctional? <laughs> <laughs> but uh ultimately it's gotten to the point now where the person's rolling a new character. And they're gonna kind of revisit the the world on the next session, but it's just like there has been so much that has gone upside down in that campaign now. It's very entertaining to kind of watch to see how things evolve. So, are you writing the story? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I'm writing the story, and the thing is, like, I designed it uh, this section because it's a CR three creature, and they are three. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a party of five yeah, but you, people. You, you you didn't take into account environment. No, I did. That's the thing is that this was designed about like one or two people maybe going down to fight and the rest of the party coming down to help them. Got it. Because there was multiple ways in that pit. So what I wanted to say was, uh, I don't know how many of your players listen to this on an, on an active. I like, don't. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe a couple. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if they do hear this. Okay. Um, so you want to take this theory and bump it up a notch for the next level, for yeah. a, a level a little later later down the road. Oh wait, if this is an idea, tell me off the cast. Oh, but I think our I think our our, our listeners would love no it. no they can wait they can wait and hear about it okay. we'll 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 lead it up we'll like this is the uh, thing that Adam talked about on episode what episode is this again yeah. uh fifty two fifty two okay okay all right fifty two both we'll yeah all right so I guess that's it for Rona Geek Official Podcast episode fifty two and we end it with a mystery 
And we end it with a mystery. We the don't know what's going to happen. Worst cliffhanger in the history of cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to walk away with like blue balls. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless balls. they watch Sex Island. Or they'll be, be like, it. fuck this podcast. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. We love you. Don't do that. We need, we need all your listens. Uh, we love you. Yeah, and we keep hitting. I, I, we should take a second just to thank the listeners. We keep hitting new milestones in terms of listens and how many we're getting. And, and, and the number on the regular, our Spotify numbers have kind of exploded. Like, I mean... In a non-sexual way, it's it's actually really well. In a non-sex island yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, we actually we actually charted again on Spotify in the last week. Oh, good. This time in a place that Spotify or at least Chartable calls Hungary. Huh. You figure out where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. So thanks, thanks Chartable for tracking our Spotify listing uh, in in uh, the imaginary place of Hungary. So. Uh, I did look it up just to make sure we didn't get Mandela affected. So it's I think it's definitely either Bulgaria or Hungary. The listing is just sort of blended together. Got so, it. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 it's the direct translation of their word for Hungary, whatever it is. I don't oh, know. Fair yeah, enough. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Could be that too. So anyway, oh, so thank you for listening in Hungary. <laughs> so I, I'm glad to have you aboard. Glad to have some more Rona geeks in. And uh, and yeah, it's a cool thing, man. It's a awesome. cool thing. Yeah. So I'll finally get the uh, Weeby Goblins Patreon content up probably this week. And I actually have another Patreon content. Then I'm going to record this upcoming weekend, which you guys can choose to be a part of or not. It's up to you. But uh, we, I do have an expert, a lifelong expert on RuneScape coming in. Oh. And we're going to do a retro episode on RuneScape. And I've never played it, but... He's going to dish the dirt on the sickest MMO ever made. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there right Water. now. And we will not provide the goods to back it up. So, all right. Sound good? Sweet. <laughs> That's episode 52. <laughs> See you guys. Yep, see you later. That was fun. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>